Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Night Alongside Me. We got Freddy. Always keeping it spoopy. Always in, but never also known as Nighty Night. We are a group of knights with an absolute love for film and a passion for horror. This is a podcast that takes a different horror film to break down and discuss the ultimate question. Why horror? So with the lights, sit back and let the darkness envelop you. If you like that one extra horror-related content, head over to patreon.com slash nightlightpod. That's night with a what? K. Now, concluding things with our international screams, also known as our International Ghost Month. This has been an incredible month. Yeah. You know, this month's been crazy. We got to talk about Talk to Me, talk yep. about Veronica, Ghost Watch. Ghost Watch was great. Um, Ghost Watch was fantastic. Probably one of my favorite ones on this list that we've covered just yeah, because yeah. it was just so off the wall. <laughs> And we learn more and more along. Right. It's like, and oh, I think there's hidden that's stuff. Right. That's crazy. Let's look, <laughs> yeah. go back. It's awesome. So it, it, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. But we put a post up, a poll specifically for our patrons, our ghoulish knights, if you will, to go ahead and choose the last film that we're going to cover for this evening to conclude and round out this month. But before we get there. We got to give a special shout out to those patrons that absolutely 100% made that possible. I want to give a special shout out to Alyssa from Final Girl Standing. Hey! Shouts out to you. (laughs) Allison, also known as Stormy Knight, also known as our community manager. Joel, James, Kate, Kayla, Philip, also known as the Forest Knight. Not doing it this time. Oh, he did it! Zachary, Nishia, Frank, Kristen, Lizzie, Vaughn, Johnny, Layla, Eric, Kelly, Daniel, C, also known as T with Night, also known as our marketing manager, David, also known as Nightly, so many, Gary, Brandon, Anna, Drew, also known as the Silent Night, Patrick, uh, Willow, Jessica, Shuntoff, Rio, Jesse, Joe, Kaylee, Rob, and last but certainly not least, Freddie. Woo! Boy, I had to take a breath. Right there. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, all right. Now, the film that they did actually have head-to-head was between Ringu versus Juon, also known as The Grudge and also known as The Ring. Ringu took it by a fucking landslide. (laughs) I was kind of surprised that It was doing rings around that movie. (laughs) I think we only had maybe a few votes votes for uh uh the grudge but like for the most part it was 75 percent oh wow for ring <laughs> i awesome. i was just i was kind of i don't know I, was, I feel like the ring is in general like a pretty popular flick yeah but at the same time like i've all, for some reason i always thought people like the grudge a bit more i don't know why i think well i don't know because i haven't seen the original grudge movie it's but fun. i think with the American remake with the ring and pop culture and scary movies. This is definitely the better um, remake. This is definitely or this one has the better remake, I should say. Yeah, I would have I, I kinda want to rewatch the ring because I think I saw it too early and I didn't really appreciate it for what it was. Yeah. Um I think this one's more popularized 
by the pop culture media and stuff like that too. Think I so? think yeah, I think people like recognize Samara. the ring a lot more. Yeah, because that's also seen as like a horror icon, and I see her in a lot of stuff as well. Uh, or just the imagery of the ring or the well or the crawling out of TV. You see that more in like gifts. You see that a lot more in just like social media. You see that a lot more in just pop culture, and it's more. I would say I hate to say it, but memorable. Where the grudge is like, oh yeah, that's a really scary movie. Yeah, but nothing really stands out. Like, oh, the scene where it crawls from the stairs, like, or like peeking through the stairs um, from the little like. Sounds like a cat. Yeah, it sounds wow. like. <laughs> but it's it's not like iconically remembered, I guess. Sure. I mean, all, uh, everyone yeah. knows it. Oh, by the way, first and foremost, thoughts. The imagery. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> by the way, first and foremost, thoughts. We're in thoughts. Um, yeah, no, I guess that makes sense, um, especially when it comes to all of that as well. Um, so what would you say are your thoughts with, with Ringu? Because this was your first time this watching This is my first this. time watching this original But flick. you've seen the Ringu. Um, and kind of exactly what I was just talking about. Well, I'll start off with saying this movie is great. It, it does a really great job with uh, tension building. Uh, I like the editing style and what they kind of love chose. the editing. Oh my god! Um, there's a lot of great moments. I love how they die. It's kind of scary. I like the backstory. Uh, I mean, it's a lot different from the ring. I mean, it's kind of similar in a lot of ways. They decay a little bit in the Yeah, they kind of take some creative freedoms with that. And they kind of build upon it a little bit more. Um, What I... They go a little bit over the top. What I hate... Compared to this one. Is that I wish I saw this first before everything else. Because it took away a lot of the the scares for me. I did not find this movie scary at all. Sure. Because I knew what was always coming. Yeah. And that's because, and this is the same thing that I had that problem with watching Signs late, is that I saw Signs after watching Scary Movie. I saw, <laughs> uh, and oh, this also too, right? I'm sorry. No, um, <laughs> that probably ruined that whole experience. It's for very you. interesting because Scary Movie is also like, it's fan fiction for horror fans. It's like, here's all the horror tropes. This is, we're kind of making fun of it, but also honoring scary movies and all You're the popular about the ones. the comedy, the parody the, scary the, movie. The parody movie, yeah. scary movie. Um, at the same time, for people who haven't seen the original movies, like for me, yeah. I didn't see signs before scary movie. I feel movie. like those jokes don't land as well if you don't watch them. Because, like, you know, they, they do take a lot of the ridiculousness from those sure. horror yeah, yeah. films and put it into there. Like, for example, in Scary Movie 1, where we have Cindy running in the hallway and she's, Instead like, flailing the, her arms yeah, yeah. around, like, all dramatic. And then Cindy in Scream kind of does the same thing. Right, right, <laughs> So, right. you know, it's... Uh, it, it's, it's they it's really kind of bring of the a, stuff that a, we attention love. to it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. They, they bring attention to a lot of that stuff, which I, I enjoy. Um, so, you know, it's, it, it's intriguing to, you know, that you even bring that up. Cause I also watched Ringu second as well. So all of them actually, like it, it, I started with the American remakes first and then went on to these as I got a little older. Um, I mean, granted these weren't as, ex- as accessible. I mean, this came out in 1998. Yeah. So I was like, actually surprised how old this movie was. Yeah. Um, but it works. It works very well. It's just I wish I was seeing this for the first time with sure. fresh eyes. Yeah. Because it did take away a lot of the scary elements, at least for me. Yeah, that's uh, fair. But it still works very well. We had a, a young uh, uh, Hiroyuki uh, Sonata. 
uh-huh. in here as well. We had a young here. Um, you know him. He's from John Wick. Yeah. Yeah. So like we had a young him in here, which was pretty cool. You know, he's he's in a lot of stuff. He's in Bullet Train. He's in uh, The Last Samurai, John Wick. He was he was in Mortal Kombat. He was the first guy to die. Sorry, spoilers. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the remade one with yeah. Warner Brothers. Yeah. yeah he, was, he was in that. Uh, he was in the Wolverine. He was in everything. He was in yeah. everything. He was also in Life as life. well. Oh, Life. Yeah. yeah, he was in Life um, as well. So, like, you know, he's fantastic. He's he's awesome. He's one of my favorite actors. But, um, you know, I haven't... Uh, one thing that I will admit that I haven't seen are the sequels to this. I've always wanted to watch the sequels. And they're they're available. They're available on Shutter and on Screenbox. Um and I think maybe Tubi, but uh, for the most part, I haven't seen them. And I, I do want to see them. I want to see the sequels to these, which I think uh, the sequel is Spiral is the name of that one, hmm. um, which I, I hear it's not as good. Um, so I don't I don't know. Can't can't really say for sure. But, you know, I remember when when we had all of these different types of movies, but Supposedly it's Ring, Spiral, then uh, looks like Ring 2, and then Ring 0. And mm. they one thing that I've got to give them is that they all kind of came out around the same time as each other. Uh, so 1998 for Ring and Spiral came out later that year, it looks like. Um, Ring 2 came out the next year, uh, literally a year afterwards, and then Ring 0 came out in 2000. Wow. So like back to back to back. Yeah. yeah. So I do want to check these out. I'm, I'm very curious to see all of them. Yeah. yeah. Because <clears throat> especially this one just ends, you know, like it just, yeah. it, so it's just like, it's over. You know, it's so, just like, oh, here's the rules. If you make a copy, you're good. And yeah. You show it to someone it's else. Like, oh, like, I watched ah. a copy. I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I didn't get a phone call. Like, <laughs> so <clears throat> I don't know. I, I, I am curious to see what the rest of, of them are and whatnot as well and how they played to everything. But I do enjoy this movie a lot, but I agree with you that, you know, it, it is a bit of a damper when you have seen something else. Like it. Yeah. That yeah. is not the original of it first. And you kind of, you know, have to go backwards. That's what happened to me with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's what <laughs> happened to me. So it's like, I hate that scary movie ruins movies for me sometimes because every time I'm like towards the end, I'm like, oh, she's going to be like, oh, you have lifted the curse and everything's fine. It's like, really? No, bitch. It's no. Like, <laughs> like, that's something that kept on popping in my mind. It's like that scene. I'm like, like <laughs> the curse is not lifted. <laughs> is that when they fight in the living room? Something like that. It's like she turns into like a normal little girl. And, she's like, and then her face gets released, all like... Yeah. <laughs> You released me. I'm free. You're all <laughs> saved. It's like, oh yeah, really? And then she like turns like, oh, like that was evil. Was that three scary movie three? Uh, maybe? I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With and that's the same one that ruined science for me because that was yeah. the mashup essentially. That's right. That's right. That's right. Oh yeah, because Brenda was eating it's like, popcorn. Oh, people. That's just, just like, us saying hello, hello. <laughs> like it like ruined science for me. I'm like, yeah. god damn it. The hat kept on getting bigger. <laughs> The police woman's hat. Shout out to someone who had like the biggest fucking like glow up when it comes to acting chops though was Regina. Uh, yeah. Hell like yeah. Jesus Christ. Like now she's like, I don't think she's won any awards or anything specifically like Academy wise, but she's fucking incredible. Like she <laughs> is absolutely incredible. But from someone to come as Cindy 
there's a scary bitch on the TV. Like, <laughs> get up in here. <laughs> so Ooh, good. 3D, no glasses. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, so good. That is absolutely ridiculous. But we're going to do things a little bit different for this episode. Um, mainly specifically is that I don't have any notes officially written for this episode Mainly because both Freddie and I were insanely busy. <laughs> oh week. my god! Yeah, Freddie shot a, a short film, which fantastic, awesome for him. Congratulations, Freddie! You did it. Immediately, <laughs> um, so tired. tired. I'm like, yeah, I did it. He's like, I did it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. <laughs> PTSD. I survived. Um, but he did it, and um, I'm very excited to see the outcome of that after post and all that great stuff. Looking very forward to that. Um, First official Goodnight Productions, which is Hell fantastic. Yeah. One of many. Um, something I worked on. I can't share too many details. Um, all I can share is that I worked on a secret project for A24. Hell yeah. Um, so all the good things. That. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to that to get officially announced and whatnot as well. But as of right now, not able to say much about that right now. But looking forward to when I can say more about that. But as you can see, me f- doing stuff for them for A24 and Freddie making a, a short film, we were insanely busy. So all we literally had time to do was just watch the film as its regular run and get our ass here to the studio. <laughs> that was it. Um, so this is going to be a little bit different, um, but hopefully y'all still enjoy it. We got the movie playing. Um, if you do hear it a little bit in the background, our apologies are, um, hopefully you don't hear too much of it, but we do need to hear a little bit of it just because of the subtitles and things that are happening in the surroundings, um, and all that great stuff. So without further ado, we open to static, well, waves first, right? Then to static. And it's like, it's Sunday, September 5th, and it goes to like a baseball game. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, all right, cool VCR vibes, starting right. with like a baseball game, transitioning to real life into like the actual movie, which is a great transition. It is. It yeah. is a fantastic transition. And I, I want to point out, too, that like the, it, it's these it's th- these high school girls that are watching the game, but mainly because uh, this guy used to go to their school or or something like that or not their school, yeah. but like. I think it was their school. I think they went to the school because they're they're in this this city of Izu or something like that, um, or close to it or something. But one of them, and I think her name is, uh, gosh, I had a hard time trying to find their names. It was a little tough. Um, I think it's Takano, is her name? Um, is how you pronounce it? I think no, no, no. Um, Tomoko, Tomoko. I think that's how you pronounce her name, Tomoko. Um, but Tomoko and her friend, Tomoko's in the blue, um, and her friend is in the red. Um, I couldn't find her name. <laughs> I had a hard time. Um, but her friend is telling Tomoko about this uh, tape that she found. And when her and someone else like played it or something like that, or she's explaining how it works, like they play it, and it's this woman who calls them and says that you have seven days to live, but she knows. Um, or yeah. And then after that, pretty much this kid died and that's like about her story about a week later. Yeah. Right. Now Tomoko gets all like just completely silent and her friend realizes like, wait, hold the fuck up. <laughs> like, did you fucking do this? So she asks her friend, like she gets down, leaves like down from her chair and ask her friend, 
like, who told you that? And finally, like, how do you know? Yeah, finally, she's just like, well, it's just a stupid story. You know, it's no big deal. And she finally asked her, like, what happened? And Tomoko watched the video. So she watched yeah. the video with this boy. It was uh, Yoko, Yoko and a few yeah. others. It was four of them. They all went somewhere, somewhere in the night, and they all stayed overnight yeah. to watch this video. Right. And I think it was like a like a hotel. Yeah, it was like a rent a cabin type of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was it was in this cabin that they watched it, and it was just a, a, a kind of a low budget tape or whatever. Um, but one of them, I think it was Iwata, is how you pronounce his yeah, name. Yeah. He found the tape, and they all they watched all just it. sat down and watched it together as a group. Which, holy shit! Um, but her friend is just like she's just like, was it weird? Yeah, <laughs> so, like a weird tape. How was it weird? <laughs> but I love this because Tomoko, she's kind of explaining the situation at hand, and almost beat for beat, it's confirming what her friend was saying. Right. They got the phone call. They um, found that it was weird, but it was it was very homemade, is what yeah. she kind of kept saying. Um, but they thought it was a prank. And this is really great for like the storytelling of the movie is that we're getting all of the rules of as we watch it. As we watch yeah. immediately, it's like cool. You watch this tape. It's fucking weird. Yeah. So we established that. Um, you get a phone call. You die in seven days. Yeah. It's like it feels like a passing of an urban legend, and that everyone kind of knows about it, but doesn't really have firsthand experience in it uh, until right now. We get the confirmations like. No, this is yeah. real. This is not an urban legend. We actually watched this video and, um, and got now, the call. And, and, and on top of that, she even adds to That today, was seven days ago. Today is the day. Is yeah. one week officially as of today. Um, which, when this happened, dude, like my heart dropped for her. I was like, fuck, you're fucked. Dude. Yeah. Like, you're and now fucked. you can understand why it's like, oh, I invited you over to not be alone. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, just in case if anything happens kind of thing. Um, But one thing, too, that I want to point out is for Tomoko, her being afraid and and, and whatnot, I I really like the dynamic between the two on how, like, her friend's just like, you're fucking with me, but at the same time, like, I'm also really scared. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Even though nothing's going to happen to her, because she didn't watch the video. Tomoko did. Right? But it's just, how do I know I'm not going to just be, like, you know, second-handed or something? Or maybe she's just fearful for her friend's life. Maybe. like, hey. Yeah, maybe. Like, I hope this is not true. I hope you're not going to die on me, like, any moment. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But today's the day for her. And I like that they just have this silent moment, like, oh, fuck. Like, okay. Before saying, like, I'm just messing with you. (laughs) Yeah, like, this is some serious shit. Um, But she even still considers, like, her friend just, like, joking with her and shit. And she's like, you're just trying to scare me. And then Tomoko just starts busting up laughing. Yeah. It's like, it's better just to joke about it than actually feel like it's real. If I don't think it's real, it's not going to be real. Exactly. So that's how she's playing it off. Playing playing into the fact that like, oh yeah, this can't be real. This can't be real. Yeah, this can't be real. It it has to be phony. Yeah. Um, But they have this cute little moment where she like kind of, you know, has her fall on the ground and stuff like that. Um, and she's like grabbing her cheeks. She's like, confess. <laughs> like, tell me, like, did you guys kiss? Like, <laughs> what did you guys do in this cabin, yeah. huh? Did you guys make a weird video? I don't know. <laughs> like, 
but they they have this moment uh, where they stop because the phone starts to ring. Yes, which scares them. It does. It has them both stop, and she even turns back to Tomoko and she she asks her like, "Was it real? Did you actually watch the video?" And she shakes her head, or no, she nods her head. Excuse me, um, well, telling her that like, yeah, this was real. This actually happened to me. Um, so <laughs> that right there, Terrifying. I'm getting chills even fucking thinking about it right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it, just cool it, to it, see a sense of realism and fear. Exactly. And, um, exactly. Like it goes from fear to like, I'm playful. Like, no, this is real. Yeah. This is scaring me now. Right. Yeah. By the way, her friend's name is Masumi. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Subtitles. Thanks. Yeah, her name again. Perfect. Uh, Masumi like gets up and runs out of the room to go answer the, to go answer the phone. phone. Yes. In 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 a way, it's almost to protect her, though. Right. Like it feels yeah. very protect. Like you know, like a like a like. I got you. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. This is not because of the video. This is something else. Right. Yeah. yeah. And 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 it almost almost even feels like you know. It just makes it feel like she's there for her friend. Yeah. Which is nice. We don't have too many friends that I feel like that will do stuff like that, you know, like that, that will no. kind of keep us and protect us and things like that. Um, one thing I also want to mention is I feel like we got an influx of, um, you remember, okay, you remember back in the 2000s where we get like these chain emails if you don't send this to like, yeah, yeah, it's people, like you'll be cursed, be cursed for 10 years if you I don't send. I feel like that's because of this movie. I could see that. <laughs> I, I feel a lot of uh, probably not this one exactly, but our American version one. Sure, I feel like that definitely you upped know, it. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely sent a few where I was like, I don't want to die. Like, <laughs> I was also young too. So you know, I want my like, own Yahoo. bitch delete email. <laughs> <laughs> I want all the smoke. <laughs> Try me. Uh I got one recently. The one that has so many car issues. <laughs> because oh, I never did the fucking... Um, was it never chain sent emails? the chain yeah. email. Never kept oh, it going, yeah. huh? Damn. Yeah, and I'm cursed to have bad cars for All the people you killed. No, just oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. It was all real. It was all real. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, a quick little fact about the actress that plays Tomoko. She unfortunately passed away in 2020, um, oh, wow. and she unfortunately took her own life. Oh. Yeah, it uh, just a lot of stress and things like that that was put on her at a young age, and I guess it continued for her into her current age, and just, wow, that, just absolute horrible. So, I mean, shout out to her performance, though. Her performance definitely felt visceral. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, it felt like she she just understood the assignment. You know, yeah. um, so shout out to her anyway. Masami, she runs down the stairs, and Tomoko is like quick behind her, right? She goes in into the bathroom, their phone is very far away. She goes in <laughs> to the kitchen, and how many phones do they have? <laughs> we got two phones. I assume one phone is maybe for. Something specific. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't notice that there's two phones on the wall. Yeah, there's two phones. Um, so they take a moment before they answer, looking at each other. But um, Masumi is the one who actually answers the phone. Turns out that it's just Tomoko's mom. So we're good. <laughs> she's just <laughs> just to let let her know pretty much that they're go- she's going to be a little bit a little later. bit late. Yeah, yeah, a little bit later tonight. Um, but when this kind of happens, you know. They're 
<laughs> they're excited about like extra innings in baseball. <laughs> they're like, oh, there's going to be some extra innings. They're going to be late. They're not yeah. going to come back for a while. Right. So they have the, how, how many times did you even think something was going to like appear on that left hand side there with that stained glass? Uh, None. No, not too much because I knew it was going to have to be like the TV for some reason. I feel like I always knew there, well, it was that the TV, the TV in the, has in to start our with everything. Too. Right. So yeah. that's why I was like, I, it's, I, but like her, I said, friend, her friend leaves, right? I yes. think in, in the version, in the American version. I haven't seen it oh, in I haven't seen years. it since it came out, probably. Yeah, I haven't seen it in I just years. remember, I was such an asshole brother back in the day because that movie, The Ring, the American remake, scared the shit out of my sister. Really? And I scared kept the on shit calling her oh, you and saying seven days. Seven days. I remember specifically, uh, she'd be hanging out with her friends. I would call her probably Motorola Razor back then. Um, would you, uh, like, Star 6, 7 or what? No, so where, so it was probably my number. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's like, yeah. That was like seven days. Oh my God, what an uh, asshole. And I'm pretty sure I haven't even seen the movie yet. I just knew the seven day thing. <laughs> and just for context, Freddie's also the younger brother. <laughs> I am the younger brother. <laughs> so even better. <laughs> Who knew? I'd be doing a horror podcast later on in the future. <laughs> I was just preparing for it. Oh my God. Uh, but... It's great because they have this little cute moment together, her and her friend. Yeah. Um, the stress has been released. Exactly. They're all laughing. It's right. Like, I think that one's like, I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So she <laughs> dips. Um, uh, Masumi goes to the bathroom while uh, Tomoko goes to, I think it was like to get some tea or something like yeah, that. Yeah, get a drink. Um, goes so to she the fridge. Goes to get some tea, but then the TV turns on. Then I was like, oh, now it's it. <laughs> so when the TV turns on, she goes into that room. To, uh, to check it and it's still the game game is playing so she's watching it for a little bit before she turns it off and when she turns it off she goes back to put the tea away um, or to actually pour her tea but she hears something and she has this moment where she stops and pauses feeling like someone is breathing down her neck just for her to get startled to the point where it, it like flashes to white right which is, I assume, it's like that's going to be her face of what we see of when she, how she dies or whatever. Which I love the fact that, you know, we see it again later. Um, obviously. It's a cool little edit. It's a great yeah. edit. It's a great edit. Um, obviously, it's, for this, it's very realistic. Um, it's not over the top um, where it's just they die of fright kind of thing. In... The American remake. It's obviously, a cool concept. It's like, like, oh, they're just heart just stops. Yeah. It's like, oh, dang. kind of reminds me of Death Note. And I wonder if Death Note got like a lot of inspiration from Possibly. the way that they die from here. Um, because you write their name in, in the in the death in the note. Um, and it's control um, being able to control death. Right. Yeah. Um, I love Death Note. Goddamn. The great show. The American remake. Uh, I actually I actually didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. I didn't think it was good. What do you mean? I didn't think it was good. It definitely wasn't good. But Lakeith as L was fucking fantastic. I loved him as L. Um, but I, you know, all right, real quick tangent, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, what could have made that movie be uh, even a little bit more remotely okay 
is if they would have just changed everything and the the events of what happened in Japan were real, they still happened, whatever, right? Light and L, still people, whatever, right? That all just happened. And if the Shimagami would have just been to the point where he was just like, I actually, I liked that. I liked seeing how humans play with death or how humans utilize right, yeah, death. Yeah. I want to do it again. And I just want to drop it in a different place this time. If they would have just done that, drop the journal somewhere else. That's it. Just, and there you go. New characters. Boom. You don't need to do all that shit. That's true. You know, yeah, you don't yeah. need to remake anything. You could have just had new characters drop it somewhere else. That was it. Because Willem Dafoe was fantastic as Ryuk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Willem Dafoe was dope. He was great as Ryuk. Like, his voice was fucking perfect for that. Um, but I agree. Wasn't wasn't great. Wasn't great. But the reason why I didn't mind it was because of the deaths. I loved how brutal the deaths were, and it reminded me a lot of Final Destination. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. But I just didn't like light <laughs> i didn't like uh what's his name alex wolf no i think it was the other wolf whatever uh, one of the, nat one, wolf nat wolf thank you <laughs> i was gonna say one of the naked brothers um but <laughs> nat, i didn't like nat wolf's performance and i didn't like how light was written as kind of a person who was like oh god we shouldn't be doing this oh gee whiz rick <laughs> oh gee like it's just he just seemed like they shouldn't be doing that and his girlfriend oh was God. the one forcing him to do it. I, I did not remember Adam Wingard being the director. Yeah. That's why he got a shit ton of hate. Like a ton. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. But yeah, I mean, it should have been a banger. It should have been. And it could have been. But it's just the fact that the way that it was rewritten. It's just if you would have just put this in a universe, the same exact universe, and just drop the fucking thing somewhere else. Drop it in America. Name him fucking Billy. All right. He doesn't have to be light because light was a genius. And this guy, they tried to make it seem like he was smart, but he was also really scared. And his girlfriend was the one who actually controlled it because she liked the she just liked that power. So she was the one who wanted him to keep doing it. It was just, it was just not great, not great. But anyway, we're not fucking talking about that. Movie. <laughs> um, we might eventually, though. I, I, I don't see why we wouldn't. Sure, I don't see why we wouldn't. You know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I think we should have a bad rating month. We did twenty below. We did. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. We should do it again. We should do it again. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. Fair again. enough. <laughs> All right. We should do a Ron Tomatoes was wrong month. Where it's like the oh, audience yeah, score is higher than like, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely That'd be, cool. do that. That'd be fun. Uh, anyway, we transition to a little girl who's talking about the cursed video. Yes. And she's a bunch of interviews. <clears throat> right. It's, a, it's an interview of them talking about the video and, and what they feel the video is about. But this is where we officially meet our protagonist, Reiki? I think it's Rikai, maybe? No, Reiki? I'll find out right now. It's R E I K I. So I'm not too sure how to pronounce that, but I think it's Reiki. Um, but anyway, they are talking to her and she, they're all being filmed and she's doing this for like a, uh, she's a, she's kind of like for the news, right? She's a, she's a journalist though. Mm-hmm. And she finds out that this came from Izu, 
the town the town in Nizu, and mm-hmm. she kind of gets into a, a better understanding as what where her next objective is to be. But they kind of they mention or she wants to know more about like the whole aspect of dying in a week thing. But they look over to this one girl who's a little bit more quiet. So Reiki turns her attention to her, to, and this is when the girl tells her that. Um, a high school student, a high school student that she knew, died on a date with her boyfriend. So when she died on this date in her, with her boyfriend, they were both found in a parked car. Now, at first, I thought they were talking about Tomoko, but they weren't. Right? They were talking about someone completely, completely different. different. Um, which I think two more I think of the people those who were, were there. the people that were in the cabin. Yes. Um. Uh, but that's pretty much what what she heard. So we cut to her. Um. Asakawa. I think a lot of people call her Asakawa, which is her last name. Yeah. So, yeah. so I guess we can call her Asakawa. Um, but while she's back at work, it I'm not gonna lie, this gives me complete anxiety. <laughs> this is a mess. It's Everything is everywhere. Books, VHS, oh binders, Jesus. papers everywhere, stuff on the ground, stuff all over the desk. Just chaos. I would pull what's left of my hair out. <laughs> this is this is so chaotic to me. <laughs> anyway, I don't know this guy's name, but he was uh, her cameraman. But he comes to sit next to her, and he he lets her know that ten years ago, um, some some star uh, took her own life, and a few people saw her ghost on TV, and uh, everyone, I guess, like you know, this is like the story that he wants to present next, but. He, they go a little bit further, asking like, "Where's this, uh, this woman from, and whatnot as well?" And that's when they learn about this kind of big accident, and it's a series of horrible deaths that just kind of follows this town, Izu, and I can't pronounce the other name, but I think it's Jiru, Giru. Sure, um, it's G I R U. Um, but when she's walking out. She like leaves and concludes that conversation. When she's walking out, she picks up one of their old news clippings, um, or one of their old newspapers, which is big as fuck. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge newspaper. But she goes down to find um, specifically about the death of the couple dying right. in the car. So it's still a very relatively new newspaper that she looks up, right? Uh, about yeah, this couple who died, yeah. a nineteen-year-old and a seventeen-year-old girl. Yeah, so it's a, a boy from Tokyo who's nineteen-year-old. Uh, 19 years old and a girl from Yokohama um, who is 17, um, which, you know, they were found dead. I think it was, this is why I got confused because they were found dead on September 6th. Oh. So that's why I got confused. But then I realized she watched it with four people. Right. Um, So these were the other couple that were there with them. Uh-huh. So they also watched it with her. They were just coupled up and they were together. That was the main thing. Um, so makes sense. But they were all pretty much found dead around the same time, September 6th. Uh, September 5th was that Friday, I think, or something like that, that that all happened. Um, but when she finds that out, she kind of has this this moment of like, I need to go to my ass to, to uh, Izu because I need right. to see what's going on over there. <laughs> Um, but this one, this one guy comes up, to, uh, who was like walking p- past her and he, uh, asked her like if she was going to leave today, or like he that questions is. that. Yeah. Um, and when she kind of, 
just doesn't even like acknowledge his question. Like, hey, I just need you to do something for me real quick. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you find this high school for me real yeah, quick? Yeah, she tells him to look for this high school. Uh, and when he does, he, he just she just wants him to she call She just her. walks away. Poor fucking guy has like a stack of tapes in his hand. And he like, he's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's totally not what I want to do right now. But anyway, she jets out and literally she's jet. booking it. She's, she's driving hella fast, driving fast as shit. And she's going home. And I think it's to meet up with her son. Yes. Um, but yeah, so she runs home and she's like rushing. And her son is little, little. But her son's name is Yochi or Yoichi. I think that's how you pronounce his name. But he is little. But she meets up with him because they have to go to a dinner. Or no, 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 not a dinner. Excuse me. A, uh, a wake. Yes. Um, for Tomoko. So they go to the wake for Tomoko, or they're trying to go to this wake for Tomoko. Um, but she's not ready to go, pretty right. much. He always seems to be in charge of himself. Right. It's like, oh, you changed already. Oh, yeah, and I also put your clothes out, too. Yeah, and it's a super sad fucking line she says later where, like, to her ex-husband, his his son, or his dad, um, where, like, oh, yeah, he's used to it. Yeah, oh my God. he's used to being alone, oh my God. taking care of himself. I don't know. She if this does is have like, an underlying guilt. Of she it does. You can see That's that why later on in the I don't think this is a cultural thing for Japan. Like, I don't think they just leave their kids alone. But then again, I don't know. Um, I do know that children have a lot of freedom in Japan. Um, like for example, most kids like walk to school by themselves and. And things like that, just because I hear that uh, in Japan, there's like everyone has like an obligation over these children to protect them and how to watch them and things like that. So uh, I I guess it's like really safe for kids to just be out and about. I mean, granted, all of that's super weird to us because America is (laughs) is what it is, unfortunately, Um, where it's not safe for children to just walk out by themselves and things like that. That is not okay. Uh, So but I guess it is here. But anyway, um, this this kid, he asked if his uh, grandpa called and whatnot. She does or no, she asked him if the grandpa called and no. And he wants to just know how did Tomiko die? Yeah. And she like takes a pause for a moment, you know, she's just trying to ease into it. Yeah, and she like some strange, some strange disease. disease when in reality, she she I think she knows or uh, she has a inkling. she has an inkling, yeah, like yeah. like an idea that something happened. But damn, my boy is close. Like, wow, he's like really close. <laughs> like step away a few pegs. But anyway, she's trying to like give him this lesson of like sometimes people get sick or whatever, but he he wonders um if kids get sick too and all this other stuff and that kind of scares him or whatever. But they, why is he walking like that? But they, they make it to the house. Um they make it to the house. And my my dude was walking like he was on a mission. <laughs> but they make it to the funeral, um, and it's super, you know, buttoned up and tied. But uh she goes to meet up with his dad, with her uh her dad, and it, wait, is it it's her sister, right? Like Tamako was her niece? I think, I think that's so. right. Because he's asking about her, her big he, sister. Yeah, he says like your big sister is upstairs lying down. Um, so I think Tomoko's her niece 
wasn't really clearly stated, but he does say yeah, yeah. auntie earlier. Um, so I assume so. But she leaves her son there with uh, the rest of these grown ass men praying and things like that. And he, and he kind of looks over to stare at uh, Tamako's um, uh, picture. And then he touches his forehead and like rubs it with his finger. Yeah. I don't know what, what that was about. But I think it is a like a part of their religion potentially. Yeah. For whatever reason, I feel like because throughout the movie, he doesn't act weird. But it feels like he's communicating with something. Yeah. Uh, Reiko is how you pronounce her name, by the way. And I think um, <laughs> the thing with this movie and what they kind of discover later on with some people having these powers, mm -hmm. I think he may have had some type of power as well. Think so? Um, I think so. Like to the point where he like sees things or sees things, maybe hears things. Um does like he follows people's instructions. I think he didn't want to grab the video on his own. I think so. Oh, told I see him. what you mean. Sure. Uh there's there's just instances in throughout the movie where we'll we'll talk about it where it's like, why are you doing the things you're doing? Well, he's also a very stoic child. Yeah. Right? He has no expressions. He doesn't laugh. He doesn't smile. He just right. has just a blank face the whole time. Um, even when he asks about uh uh, Tamako as well in how she died he's just very stoic and just like just give it to me straight up like yeah. no chaser. Very adult like. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it, it feels like a lot of that has to be because he's a latchkey kid to where you know he he's always alone. So it's just right. it's like well like I got my own key to the house and I'm chilling you know what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> like you're always working. So whatever. But anyway, she goes to uh, to the kitchen and she meets up with um, like a housekeeper. Kind of, it wasn't her sister, I don't think. But um, she pulls she pulls her aside, Rico. She she pulls Rico aside um, to ask like, does anyone know why she died or whatever? Um, but no one she, knows. Yeah, and she shares it like the the police did an there's autopsy. No crime, there's no evidence. There's right. No real disease to really go back on. Yeah. She just and she she living. also finds it weird to be the, the a closed coffin and things like that. And she just she, she finds everything about this whole situation weird. And knowing that like people just don't just don't die like that. Um. But anyway, little homie. Uh. Gets called up by something. I'm telling you. Yeah, um, Yoichi. He goes to the stairs and he sees someone kind of trotting up the stairs, right? Like another person trotting up the stairs. So he follows them, follows them up the stairs, and we get to this beautiful like shot, dude. It's such a creepy shot. It is where it's it's dark in the hallway and the lights on the chandeliers are the only thing that's illuminating pieces of the hallway. But fuck man, if anything happened in there, like I would I would be terrified. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. terrified. Um this kind of reminded me of the sixth sense. Sure. Yeah. You know, uh mainly the kid reminded me of the kid in Sixth Sense. Um, I'm surprised we haven't covered that yet, but we should get on that. Yeah, yeah. When 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 all of all of it's all over and actors are getting paid, we'll we'll cover that one. <laughs> anyway, he makes it to Tomiko's room because her room's open, and he kind of looks around a little bit, 
And while he's looking around, he uh, spots the TV. And it's not on, but for some reason, he's drawn to it. Right. And he's just staring. And his mom comes up to the room, calls out to him, and pretty much let him know, like, you shouldn't be in here. And still, no answer, nothing, turns his head back to the TV, and she has to physically pull him right. toward her to, to tell downstairs. him, go back downstairs. Um, and I'm finally, you, he has, like, speaking of the sixth sense, he has, like, a sixth sense, for sure. Yeah, it, it seems like that, for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, I agree. Um but uh, Okazaka calls her back and lets her know while while she's bringing her son down the stairs and lets her know that he found the academy and it's called Seiki, ha- uh, Seiki Academy in Yokohama. So he, uh, when she finds it, she tells him thanks, hangs up the phone, and then they're out. But she sees a few other like high schoolers just kind of chilling there after she sees kind of this uh, in loving memory of Seiki ha- Academy. Right, so. She knows now that her niece went to this school. So now she's putting two and two together. That they're connected. That, fuck, they're connected. So these two people who died in the car the exact same day. And she and I think it's more so that like, oh, this is an odd coincidence kind of thing. Right. But maybe it's not a coincidence. So when she turns over to see all the other girls from this school... She goes up to a group of them, and I love how like they're kind of just staring at her, like, "What the fuck? Like, Why'd you come up on us? Like, <laughs> yeah. You about that action right now, lady? Like, you trying to you trying to get it on or what?" Uh, but she immediately asked them, "Was the girl who died in the car a friend of yours too?" Don't sugarcoat it. Just tell them. <laughs> <laughs> so they all just drop their head, and they don't even answer her. And that was kind of the answer all she needed. Where it's just like, okay, obviously yes. But she asked them to tell tell her if any any if they know anything to just tell her. And one of them finally speaks up and just mentions that they all died on the same day. Yoko and Tamako and and um, Iwata too. And I guess he died on his motorbike. Yeah. Um. They all saw the video. But another girl pops up saying that they all saw the video, and that's when she finally. She understands, like, okay, this video business is might be some real shit. Right. And this is what really truly sparks her. Like, before it was like a fun case, something to probably, you know, have or whatever. But now that it's like tied to her family, I feel like that really got her, her juices going a little bit where she's like, okay, let me, let me step my fucking game up and see what's popping right now. Right. Um, but one of them mentioned that, like, Yoko told them about, like, this super strange video that they saw. And when it's over, you receive a phone call. So she kind of just bluntly shares the the rules behind it. Um, and that's when she asks if Tomoko saw it, too. And she kind of shakes her head and she just lets her know, like, they, they stayed over one night and they might have watched it together. But they weren't entirely sure. Uh, but that's when the other one mentions that, like, the other girl... Um, I think she that was with that she, her. Yeah, the other girl that was with her ended up going crazy and she, went yeah, to the she hospital. Didn't, she didn't die. She didn't die. Yeah. She went sent to the hospital. Right. Um, so the girl who was with Tomoko, um, she went crazy and now she's currently in the hospital. Yeah. Um, she won't. She won't go anywhere near a TV set or anything like that. I mean, which is fair. 
Yeah. You know, after some shit like that. Anyway, we cut to the footage of uh, Yoko um, and uh, Tadahiko is the other kid's name, but Yoko is the 17-year-old girl and Tadahiko is the the 19-year-old boy. Uh, But we cut to that footage with um, her watching with her producer um, and uh, Reiko is is who who's watching it. Um, I was I was what's her name As- Asakawa. Asakawa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Reiko Asakawa. Um, but Reiko is um watching the footage, and when they open the door to the car, to the, yeah, car yeah, yeah. the body she falls almost falls out. Like holy yeah. shit! Like if she wasn't dead before, like, <laughs> like she could have definitely died right there. But anyway, the producer kind of spins it back a little bit, and he cleans up the image. To show her face was just in dead fear. Like she was in mid-scream and her eyes are kind of slightly rolled back a little bit. Um, but he mentions that he's never seen a corpse like that. And he wonders like what or she wonders what the cause of death was. And he says that it's unknown, but their heart just simply stopped. <laughs> That's but terrifying. Reiko even wonders like about drugs and things like that, but nothing but was in no. the autopsy. Yeah, dude, I'm not gonna lie, I wouldn't want to touch her. That is, um, and that's the really good thing about this movie with like being the, being so scary is the imagery. Okay. The imagery stays with you. The imagery definitely stays with you. Her face was definitely creepy, but look at the boyfriend's face. Really peep his face when they put, when they put her back in the car, he's in the passenger seat. Um, and really just stare at him, dude, his face. Is fucking creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, tilted. Oh my eyes god, rolled dude! Back. Like my eyes are watering right now. His face are yeah. like just the way he. We just got a glimpse of his face, and that was fucking enough. Oh god, man! What a what a way, you know? Like I I do get curious. Like, what do they see at the end? You know, like obviously we see it a little bit of it, right. like what they see at the end. But she goes, she goes to is it? This is Tomoko's house Tomoko's again. Tomoko's mom's, and she goes back to her to the house to meet up with Tomoko's mom, uh, who once again I think it's her sister, but it's hard to say. Um, but she kind of goes in there and looks at uh, the TV that's turned off and she sees her reflection. Um, and it almost feels like someone else is there. Almost. Yeah, a little bit to the right. Yeah, but not quite. Um, but she, her sister, or I don't know her name. Uh, I know Tomiko's last name was Oishi. Um but it, I couldn't find another person with the last name Oishi, so that made it hard. <laughs> that made it hard to try to find out. Um, oh, I think I might have found it. I just searched it, uh, and I think her name is Yoshimi. Yoshimi, I believe, is her name. Um, so Yoshimi mentioned brings up that uh, brings up that she saw her son. Um, Yo, Yoish, oh my gosh, Yochan. Um, well, Yochan, I think, I think that's like a proper way of saying it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but his 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 name is Yoshino. No, what's his name? What is her son's name? I wrote it down. Uh, Yoichi, Yoichi is her her son's name. Yoichi. Uh, but 
she says that she saw saw him at the funeral. Um and she's not looking at her, by the way. That's that's one thing that Yeah, she's looking off in the yeah. distance. It's a million miles stare, essentially. Right. Yeah, like that thousand yard stare. Just thousand yard stare. Yeah, absolutely there you go. That's like a million. <laughs> that's <laughs> just, how far she's staring off in the distance. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But um the way she's staring out. And she's in shock. She's, she's in, in shock. Awe. She's she in can't believe what shock. just happened. Right. Because she, she saw some shit. Yeah. Like, how she how can her you own daughter to your, you know, finding your kid like that? In that state. Yeah. But uh, this is where we, we take a moment to where um, Rico goes upstairs and she goes into uh, Tomoko's room. And she's just looking around for a little bit, you know, and and it feels like it's almost like she's just reminiscing, right? Um, you know, that she's just at first not looking for much of anything, but then she finds something. She finds a note that says the Photoshop. Yeah. A receipt for 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 the Photoshop to develop some photos. Right, exactly. Um, but her sister appears <laughs> and she's kind of staring out the window for a second. But this is where she mentions that she found her daughter dead in here while she looks down at the closet. And we get that quick image of her opening up the closet door to seeing her daughter in that fearful state. Yeah. Scary oh imagery. Oh my God. Quick uh, at it. Quick yeah, cut. Super yeah. quick. And it's, it's awesome. Um, in a terrifying way. <laughs> yes. In a terrifying way, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but it's fucking awesome. Um, but she just drops down on the ground and she just, you know, she just starts bawling, which, come on, how can you not blame her? But uh, this is where we cut to... Um, We're going to the Photoshop, getting yeah. to develop photos, kind of trying to discover more of what may have happened. Mm-hmm. And she's like picking through the photos and, and checking out the dates, right? Yeah. Really looking to see if anything falls close to the time frame of when she probably may have watched the video. Um, which finally they find she finds one that says uh Aizu Pacific Land. Right. And she's she's August 29th. Yeah. So she, you know, she gets to the point where she's just like, oh, wait a second here. All right. But then she comes across this one photo. Where all of their faces are like blurred, almost as if they were shaking their heads side to side. I love that. Yeah, it's a great uh, effect oh to have on an image God, of like you're no longer in existence because you only got a week to live. God, just so well. And I done. feel like after watching that video, your soul has been taken already. Yes, yeah. you know how photos take them. A bit of your soul or whatever it's like you can't even capture it anymore right yeah that's a yeah. great point definitely a great point um but anyway we <laughs> immediately cut to um uh to reiko and her son reiko's cooking dinner and her son like calls out to her and he just like He's bluntly like, tomoko watch the video i'm like <laughs> hey yo relax i'm cooking for you what are you saying <laughs> like, how do you know these things Oh my god. Do you want god. your mac and cheese? <laughs> like, relax. He just like walks off. I'm like, what? What's going on? Well, she runs up to him and, and like shakes him to like telling him not to say those things and, and asking him who told you that and all this See? other stuff. And he's yeah. like, he's like, I'm oh, telling you that sixth sense. I, I think you're right. Man. I think that Tomoko is uh, like, hey, I watched that shit. It's <laughs> it killed me. 
I'm dead. Do you think, okay, so do you, do you think Tomoko is talking to him, or do you think it is Sadako? Um, it could be either one. Um, but I do feel like he is communicating with an entity, mm. whether that be the main antagonist or Tomoko. Who knows? Yeah, but I do feel like he does have powers. I think within their family, they all do. I see. Yeah, makes sense. Definitely makes sense. And then we get that nice Monday, September 13th. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Not she goes Friday, back to making 13th, her omelet or whatever. Yeah, um, mac and cheese. <laughs> was it mac and cheese? <laughs> no, I'm just I was just saying. Never seen mac and cheese made that way. <laughs> uh, but anyway, it cuts to her to, uh, driving to Izu Park. Um, and she's like, she's kind of cheered. Like, I, yeah. I'm onto something. She's loving this. She's, or not loving it, but like. Right. It's hard to gauge, you know, like. How she feels sometimes. She's passionate of what she does. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems a little hard to gauge on like how she feels or whatever. You have no empathy. Someone died within your family, and you're smiling on your way to the place where she may have died. Yep, or became her journey of dying. Yeah. So we, uh, she eventually makes it to their cabin B four, and. She kind of before she, pulls, she dies. She, <laughs> bah, bah, bah. <laughs> uh, but she she looks at the the photo just to make sure, and also for us to get that nice little creepy image again. But when she goes inside after she takes her shoes off, it it almost feels like she's walking in a dead person's house because this place is so sterile, and yeah. the only thing really there is like a couch, a uh, a table, oh, coffee, a coffee table. table, and a TV. With some remotes on top of of the table, but she goes to check the VCR, and th- there's no tape inside. So she's like kind of staring around, trying to search for this tape. And eventually, she turns the TV back on, or turns the TV on. And when she does so, she just sits on the couch, and she just she just hits Flickers play through the channel. Yeah, yeah, and she's just going through the channel, just kind of you know. Kind of looking through it, and eventually, like, she comes across this, like, journal that's, like, underneath the coffee table. And when she picks it up, I think this was this journal, it, it just had, like, doodles, right? Yeah. Right. Just a bunch of doodles. And she reads one of them out that just says, My dad's fat, my mom's fat, so I'm fat too. And she chuckles at this. It's like, You yeah. are fat. Not like, <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> but she eventually puts it back on the, t- on the coffee table and, for a second, she goes to sleep. She broke it. it, it like this it, is breaking the end, right? Right, that's what I was saying. I was like, it made like, me think, like, did she pay for mean? this place? I assume she rented this. And little place does she out. know, she's sleeping above the well. For I know, for real, terror happened. But we cut to her after she wakes up, like she's, she's eating like some sleeping. Curry. I'm napping. I'm gonna get a quick meal. <laughs> then I'll discover. That's why I think she she rented this place out. Yeah, because uh, when she goes into the the lobby and um, she's asking questions of like if he's if the receptionist has seen those people and let letting them know that they stayed there on August 29th. And he kind of looks at the, the photo for a little bit as she wonders if he's noticed anything unusual. So he goes back and like checks his ledger to just even make sure like, did I notice anything? But as he's doing that, she noticed his collection of videos that he has. And I assume these are videos that people can kind of rent out or something like that while they're yeah. staying there. Um, I never, I don't remember. Oh, we got the Godfather part two though. Uh, <laughs> Anti-Titanic. <laughs> uh, but 
Um, oh, and the birds. Sick. Now I'm just like kind of staring at these these movies they got. They're all in Japanese, but I'm looking at their little their little photos. It looks like Breakfast at Tiffany right on the right on the left there, that purple one in between the green and the and the uh red. red. Yeah. Um God. Cool. Oh, charades right there too. Sick. Little, All right. Well, that's a collection that's of movies. Yeah. Nice little collection here. Uh, but oh, look, one, and then a little death tape. <laughs> <laughs> but the one that catches her eye is the one that doesn't have anything on it at all. She, so this is where I think she has a little bit of powers too, or visions. Mm. Uh, because she's directly connected with that VHS immediately and it starts getting that VHS fuzz. Yeah. That little edit. fuzzy quality. And that's how she knows. So she seems to have like a little bit of premonition. Mm. Uh, and we get to see her have more visions later on throughout the movie as well. Yeah, like she gets so drawn there's something into with one like physically. This whole family is just like, oh. Well, that, that's, what, that's what I was going to ask. Do you think it's because she's connected to the death of one of the family members? Possibly. It could be. And she's the only one researching it, right? Yeah. So like, I mean, because we don't really know the objective as to why Sadako is doing what she's doing. It's her rage. That's it. Yeah. She's a uh, vengeful spirit. Yeah. Um, but why this? Um, I know we got, I know we get the story. She later, is but... labeled as a monster. Right. Because so she has, I will powers. become a monster. Cause yeah. she actually is like a psychic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So she, she actually was able to have powers, but anyway, she, she has, uh, this premonition of this tape and she asked the receptionist about this or the, hotel lobby guy um about this and he checks it out he's just like i have no idea what this is someone might have left it (laughs) like i have no idea what this what this tape is um but she takes it and when she takes it she brings it into her place and she fucking pops it into the tv and when she hits play we get an interesting series of events yeah at first it's fuzzy and then as the static fades, it goes to a man staring into a well, and we're looking at him from the bottom. And the clouds are moving quickly, and then we trend, we quickly cut to a lady doing her hair, and then another quick, quick cut, cut. Yeah. to Sadaku standing in the corner with the mirror on the with right the mirror side. on the right, and then the lady kind of looks on over at that direction, smiling. A bunch of characters uh, that are saying eruption. Then uh, a group of men or people who are trying to climb up and down something. Another person with a sheet over his head that is pointing at something that we cannot see. And the sound effects. And as yeah, well. the sound effects. Just, it's ugh. like like it almost sounds like it's nails. Like, oh yeah, it like nails. Sorry, everyone who's wearing headphones, <laughs> but nails yes. like on a chalkboard. Um, and then we also see someone's eye that has the character, a half character, not a full Japanese character, a half character that says Sada. So we don't get the full thing, but then we kind of end with this uh, image of a whale that's inside. That's just in the middle of the woods here. And then back to static. And she's in a trance. Reiku's in oh, a yeah. complete trance at this point in time. And she's staring at, at the fuzz and finally comes to. And then... She turns it off, and that's when she sees something behind her. So she sees Sadaku behind her. She immediately looks in that direction. Nothing there. I thought she was going to look back in the TV. Right. 
like it almost looks like though with the TV um, when she's looking in that direction and we're looking at her in the TV again, it almost looks like her reflection's not moving at the same rate. It is, but it just yeah. almost looks like it's not. But she's about to run and get the fuck out of there, right? And but when she does, rings. the phone rings. The phone rings, which stops her in her tracks. But she does go to answer it. And I think it's almost that they're compelled to answer it. I feel like they have no choice. Because like that was like some people what they were saying was just like, well, what don't if you don't what phone. if you don't answer the phone? But I think there's like a bit of a compelling element to it. Um now <laughs> the ring I didn't watch this movie, but I want to say in 2019 it was made again. And I think it was just called Rings. Rings was the sequel. Was that the sequel? Yeah, which was like I think I remember watching part of it where it's like the video gets played everywhere. It gets like broadcasted or something like that. And the first people to see is like it pops on everyone's screen in the in a plane or something bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2017. <laughs> yeah, 2017. Uh rings. Uh yeah. I haven't seen this. Um, but it has an amazing actress in it, Matilda Anna Ingrid Lutz, who is an Italian actor in cheap. Also, you may know her from Revenge. Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or if you're not trying to go that intense, you may know her from a classic horror story, which is on Netflix. Um, but yeah, I do want to see this. I do want to see Rings. I heard it's horrible, um, <laughs> but I still kind of want to check it out. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm just mainly because I'm curious, more curious than anything. And I do kind of want to see uh, people pulling out hair from their mouth uh, is always like yeah. intense to me. So I kind of want to see that. <laughs> well, yeah, so. Vincent D'Onofrio is in it. That's cool. Who? Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh yeah, I like that oh, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing and everything. Like that guy. Uh, is David Dorfman in this too? I don't think so. Mm, Maybe he so. is. Maybe he is. Well, you know who he is now, David Dorfman. He is a American attorney congressman. Wow. Yeah, dude's like smart, smart. And like so smart where he got into college when he was 13, not just any college, UC fucking LA when he was 13. And in 2011, he graduated college. He went to college in 2006 as a 13 year old and he graduated and then he went to Harvard Law as one of the youngest people to ever get accepted into Harvard Law at the age of 18. (laughs) And like what yeah that's crazy what the fuck and this dude started his shit like uh the texas chainsaw massacre (laughs) like come on and the ring he was in the ring obviously to uh, texas chainsaw massacre it's just that's awesome (laughs) that's fucking awesome holy shit but yeah i would love to just have a conversation with him one day but I know this man is probably the busiest person on earth. <laughs> but I would just, I would love to have a conversation with him one day. God. I'm sure, I guarantee you, he still loves horror. Oh, I feel I'm like sure. I feel like he still loves horror to death. Yeah. He looks like he likes horror. He's just a fucking smart motherfucker who loves horror. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to you. Anyway. <laughs> Hope he's doing well. But <laughs> anyway, she answers the phone and it just answers directly to that static. 
she doesn't even wait for it to come out with the seven days and things like that. Right. So she immediately looks up at the time. I don't know if the clock stopped, but she looks up at the time and she says herself, I have one week. And that's why I think she looked at the clock. Because right. I think it's you know one week it's exactly this exact that time, time yeah, yeah. Um, that I need to it's a little past seven right, but she dips she leaves and we linger on this shop for a long time yeah but uh, we cut to her son going home in the rain and he stops <laughs> to look at his dad that's his father yeah he's all like fuck that noise he's like yeah, walks he's around like, fuck <laughs> this dude <laughs> <laughs> so he fucking walks right past his dad um september sep- tuesday 14th september 14th it's a tuesday um Day and his one. his dad's name is uh ryuji so ryuji he goes to meet up with uh rico and when he meets up with her Pretty much, he's going to help her investigate this. <laughs> yeah, essentially. essentially, like that's that's like the main thing. Now he, we got the bu- buddy cop movie right here. Exactly. Like he looks around for a little bit, and he even like questions about their son. He's like, "Oh, so he's in school now?" And she's like, "Yeah, like year one." And she finally asks how he is. Fucking deadbeat. <laughs> um, so they they have a quick moment of catching up. And then she eventually tells him about the video. And she brought the video for them as well so so he could watch it. And she tells him that, like, no, this is fucking real. Because he doesn't believe it. He doesn't believe right. that this is real, that, that, that she, you know, that this is of tape is killing people. He doesn't believe that. Um, but she lets him know, like, no, this is it's fucking real. Uh, four people have died already. She doesn't mention that a family member has died from this. She right. just says four people have died already. Um, but he he kind of jokes. He was like, then go to a shrine and get an exorcism. <laughs> like, you know, it is what it is. Maybe that could have worked. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. So she asks him to take a picture of her. And she pulls out a Polaroid. And he finds this to be fucking silly. I um, mean, he tells her to, to like, look at her and, or look at him. And when she kind of turns his way... She just yells at him to, like, just take the damn picture, dude. Just take it. So he takes the picture, and while it's developed, he looks at it, and he just passes it over to her, and it shows that her face is just a blur. Like, absolutely disformed. Yeah. And, oh, my God. Like, it, and it is unsettling. It really is. It is unsettling. Like her eye looks like it's pushed downward in another uh, direction, and it it looks intense. Damn. So her her face is disfigured. So he takes this this moment, and is just like, all right, let me check this out. Then, you know, obviously yeah. something he's weird worth. Is it's going worth on. checking out right now. It's right. like, all right, that was a weird thing that happened with the Polaroid. Let's check this thing out. Yeah. Well, it would have been funny. If uh, if you watch it like if if you watch it again or something like that, it, it shortens your span. Like, it's like instead of seven days now, seven motherfucker, you got hours. three. <laughs> like you got three days now. <laughs> Keep playing with your life. <laughs> but he pops it in right there, no questions asked, and she gets to a point where she's like, "I can't watch this," and she just immediately leaves out of the room. But he's completely enamored. He's just staring at it, doesn't even uh, manage to look at her. And she goes to uh, stand outside over her um, porch. 
standing over the rain um, and t- waiting for him to kind of come back. And he tells her like, hey, it's done. Knocks on the window, telling her to come back inside. It's done. And they go back into the living room to just wait for a phone call. Why do you think a phone call didn't come? Well, they kind of explain it's like the phone call only happens if you're at that location. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't, um, I didn't see that explanation. They, they, they tell it a little bit later. But essentially, yeah, the phone never rings for anyone who sees it somewhere else. Oh, okay. It's just like, all right, that's so, weird. But the video still has effect. It's mm-hmm. just they don't get the phone call. Right. You get no warning. Okay. <laughs> so you just die. <laughs> I guess that makes sense, though, because uh, the tape wasn't meant to be taken from there. I guess. Yeah. So I don't know. But or maybe also, it was because it needs to be copied in some weird bullshit. But yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, but also like the guy didn't has never noticed that tape before the the guy in the hotel lobby. Right. He's like, oh, someone must have left Plot it. holes. <laughs> yep. Anyway, he tells her to uh, copy it for him so he can go ahead and take a better look. Um, and he still is just like, you know, someone made this. This is someone playing a game or whatever. Someone trying to be edgy or whatever. So I'm sure it has nothing to do with death. But we go back Wednesday, or we go back to her office Wednesday, September 15th. and Day two. Oza, Ozazaka or whatever. He's doing something. But she's <laughs> looking at the at the tape. And she's like really analyzing it this time. Right. Frame by frame, everything. Yeah. And sees before it ends that you see a little hand come out of the well. Right. And like she she's re- looking really closely. And when that hand comes out, pretty much it's just saying, like, I'm getting closer. Yeah. Like, there's nothing you can do. I'm about to come out this motherfucking TV screen. <laughs> she's all like, well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here I'm for you. You again. So I was, I was, uh, I was a Zaka or whatever his name is. I, I can't pronounce it. Um, oh, Ozakawa. I don't know. I, don't, I can't pronounce his name. But he answers something. Um, <clears throat> I don't know what it is. I like. He just. She tells him sorry, but I just need to check something by myself. And like, she pretty much just wants him to leave. Yeah. Um, but. Just gives her like oh, it's paperwork. from the bureau, so it's from the Easy Bureau, and it's to have a oh, list, list of, of customers. customers that came to the yeah. cabin and stuff like that, too. That makes to sense to discover if more people have died, right? Yes. And she does this in a way to protect him, though. Yeah, let it's like, know, hey, like, I need hey, to look I at need, this, yeah, you will not watch this, right? So she did so this is in a way to protect him to let him know, like, I'm doing something by myself, like, you know, I don't need your help for this. Um, we have a very interesting fountain of naked children. Um, so that's there. And, uh, <laughs> but we're here to really just see, uh, uh, Ryuji, uh, kind of doing his little research just on a regular bench or something like that. Uh, I love the lady who's just like drinking milk, just yeah. chilling, drinking milk, chilling, enjoying her afternoon snack. Mm. Good for her. A little lunch break, maybe. Who yeah. knows? Good yeah. for her. You know what I'm saying? He writes something down. It's <clears throat> obviously in Japanese characters, I think. Um, but <clears throat> excuse me, but when he's writing this down, he notices someone walking toward him, um, with like a skirt and some kind of dirty shoes, but not like disheveled. Um, and she just stands right in front of him. He's too scared to look up. So he, he like knows something's up. So he thinks in his head, was it you? Did you do this? And 
finally she goes away. And he kind of like, you know, goes back, looks, looks around this time. No one's there. Everyone, or there's people there. Just everyone's just walking as normal. So super interesting. I'm glad that he yeah. had an experience though. So he can actually believe what's kind of going on. What if he would have fucking fell? Uh, but <laughs> anyway, he rides his bike to meet up with his old boot thing. And uh, they meet up in front of this house. Um, and I think she uh, he mentions that like that he's late or something like that. But she knows that something's off and asks him, asks him about it like, well, yeah, what's up? Uh, I think it's his place that they're so. supposed to be meeting yeah, yeah. at. Um, yeah, it's his place. So they go in, into his house and when, when they go into his place, she wonders like, how did it go? If he ever got a phone call and all this whole other stuff and he didn't. And, and she mentions that like everyone on the, on everyone's on a normal and all this whole other stuff. So he wonders if like, this was just like some type of illegal broadcast or whatever, but she has no record of that. Mm-hmm. So when she pulls this out, she hands him a copy of the tape and she tells him, hey, yo, pop that in because it's a message from our sponsors. And we're back. It's not a message from our sponsors, but he does pop the tape in and he goes to watch it immediately. Why? <laughs> like, he goes to lift to watch a curse it for her. So immediately. But he... um. He pauses it, pauses it specifically on the screen where the woman's doing her hair, and they just bring up the fact that, like, at this angle, you would be able to see a cameraman, and that's weird. Um, and she wonders if she's ever seen this woman before, and then when it switches over to Sadoko, um, or Sadako, uh, they kind of both get uneasy, but specifically him, because he probably feels like he saw her today. Right. Which is beautiful. Terrifying. Beautiful. But this is where she officially mentions like the shot's weird, like from, from this the angle, angle you would yeah. see the cameraman and all that stuff. Um, you know, writing it off that like, yeah, this could probably be done with special effects, but you know. But when it switches to the characters, they're they're pretty much just trying to decipher everything. But eventually they uh they get a knock at the door, startles both of them, but he tells her to come in and it's his student, uh, Takano. And she comes in all weird. She's like coming in all timid and a little like I don't know, like I don't know. Is she trying to come <laughs> in for to be like, hey, yo, yeah, <laughs> why are you on my man? Like, like <laughs> he like introduces her as like, oh, this is my ex-wife, right? Like, yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh shit, I didn't notice that. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is the Kano student of mine. This oh is yeah, this is my ex-wife. Um, my ex-wife. And he just leaves. He goes into his kitchen. And she just like kind of throws the bags um, just like right there and immediately meets him up. Um, let Go to kind of talk to him to let him know about like publishing the essay and all this all whole other stuff. Pretty much just trying to talk business with him. But he's like, yo, I don't got time for this. Tell him to extend the deadline. And she yells out like, ask them yourself. Yeah. Kind of thing, which I kind of like. I don't know why she's there though. What are you there for? Unless oh, you were mad. Unless you were supposed to you get like she watched the video? something. Oh, I think she totally watched the video because they left it, didn't they? Yeah. Oh, she's the one. Oh yeah, she changes his uh, equation 
yes. on on his thing where she finds it funny that she changed this equation to a subtraction sign instead. I was like, ha ha. She messed everything up. Ruined this whole man's algorithm. Uh, but anyway, they make it back to the station. And they're, they're like, really deciphering this video. And they eventually find, like, Sada. Right. And they're, like, both wondering, like, what it means and all this other stuff. Um, but he knows that whoever did this did all of this subconsciously. Um, and thinking that they even may want it to stop. Which, super interesting. But she gets this... I don't know. I don't know if like her head hurts or something, but like she like turns something off. Um, but he tells her to wait and he goes back and he like slowly scrubs through. And when he's scrubbing, they eventually come to a point where they see the man with the uh, sheet over his head. And I, I love how like how they're just trying to go in and just find more info. Right. Yeah, yeah. I really do enjoy that aspect of it. Um, and this reminded kind of me of um, a movie that came out maybe a couple of years ago, Signal Broadcast something. Broadcast Intrusion Signal or Intrusion yes. Broadcast Signal. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. It very reminded me of like very detective. We have to figure this out. That movie was awesome. That movie was wild. Yeah, <laughs> the ending holds my god. A lot of people don't um, talk about that movie. Yeah, a lot of people don't know about that movie to be yeah. honest, I think. We should cover um, it. <laughs> huh? We should cover it. Yeah. <laughs> I know this, it was on our list, like when we watched watched it at a festival. Yeah, yeah, the imagery of the guy with the the cloth over his head is a very scary image to me. I don't know why. That's the Which image one? that sticks. The one that has like um the thing over his head pointing. Oh yeah. I don't know why, but that imagery is the one that man. stays with me. It's very it's unsettling. Like, why? Why are you there? Why are you pointing? Why do you have a thing over your head? So I many don't. questions. I it's it's one of those things. Like I like to think of it as. If I were to see someone do this down a hallway, yeah. Oh my god, would I be afraid? Point into a room or something? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And that would scare the fucking shit out of me. Yeah, I'm like, like legit. Well, I'm getting my shotgun. <laughs> you better be out of here. Uh, but we cut to um, uh, Yayochi um, going to school, and he looks back at his mom, and it's now Thursday, September sixteenth. Uh, we're getting close. Getting close. Yes. Uh, this is day four, five, four. I think it's four. Yeah. Um, because I think she watched it on a Tuesday. Oh no, she watched Monday. it on a Monday. Monday. Yeah, yeah. 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 She watched it on Monday. So yeah, day four. Um, but I, I love that he looks back at her because, like, I don't know. I feel like he just knows something's up. You know, like I feel like he just under he just knows like something's wrong. Right. But she's watching her old interview tapes of the students, the kids talking about the the lore exactly of this tape. And her just is kind of feeling like she's trying to learn a little bit more about it. Um, but she her phone rings, and it's uh Ryuji letting her know that like yo I found I found something. Um, and he mentions that uh. I think it's like a like a saying or something that he found. Yes, from what he hears from the tape. Right. Something about like goblins. Yeah, it's like saying like brine and goblins or something like that. And um she she's even curious of like like what is this a saying from? And it's uh Oshiyama Island, adding that there's a volcano there on Mount Mihara. So I guess that really gets her, you know, brains blasting. It's like, oh, she goes cool. to the library after that. <laughs> uh, but they pick up a, a newspaper or like they're reading through newspaper clippings and things like that. And they both 
look like just bored college students. <laughs> so she she takes her phone and she just like walks away. I, I think she gets a phone call, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's from their son. Um, but or no, by she himself. calls her son and she tells him that he's gonna be by himself. And and she like questions if like if he's okay with that. And she just apologizes and hangs up and goes back. <laughs> what? No, okay. poor parent. You know, like knowing that you have seven days to live. Like I get it. You're now trying to figure this out, but like, I feel like at this point you feel like it's real, because I feel like you wouldn't be digging this hard, right? But knowing that I have a kid, I don't know, man. Bring like, your no. kid everywhere with you. Either that, or just like, yo, you want to go to Disneyland? Like, what do you want to do? You know, like. Let's dip. Fuck <laughs> it. If I'm dying anyway, you know what I'm saying? Let's get it. But no. <laughs> she can't find me at Disneyland. <laughs> it's it's a thousand thousands of people here. <laughs> so where'd she go? <laughs> Every TV screen is like following her. <laughs> oh my gosh. But anyway, they're going through all these clippings and um they eventually find something that says, uh, did local woman predict eruption? Mm. And that's that's pretty much what he finds, like uh, that piece of like where it kind of says eruption and things like that. Um, so I think they got a breakthrough. Like, all right, we're good. Let's go ahead and do this. So um, he um, he wonders if they have like a bureau in Oshima, and he, he's ready to just go. He's ready right. to just head over there right now. Um, and she t- and he tells her like, "Yo, get a number. Let's do this. We're headed over there." And while he walks away, she um, she comments about him only having four days left. And he tells her that he's like, "I'll handle it with your correspondent. We'll take care of this. You stay with with our son, Yoichi." Um, and he wants her to like back off now. He right. wants her to be like, "Okay, I'll take it from here. You need to you need to be at home." Um, but I'll take it from here, which is crazy because it sounds like this man hasn't even been in his life at all. Right. So, um, but she, she takes her son to his grandpa's house instead. Uh, I love his grandpa. Grandpa's great. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking dope. awesome. But it's Friday, September 17th. Um, and he wants to like, and Yo- Yoichi is like stoked. Like, yeah, yeah let's, go like, let's go fishing. We'll be doing all this stuff. Yeah, let's go punch old people. Uh, like, but <laughs> yo, man, you're not good at no fishing. This was hilarious. He's like, yeah. he's like, you're not good at this. <laughs> like, I'm tired of this, Grandpa. Well, that's <laughs> too damn bad. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually, he knocks out or whatever. He like knocks out on the floor. Um, I had a a moment where it almost looked like she was gonna hit his head on the. Door. Oh, uh, the door frame. Like yeah. it looked, it was close. His head was damn close to that door frame. That's all I'm saying. But maybe it was the angle. But anyway, she puts him to bed, and um, uh, she goes to talk on the phone. And when she goes to talk on the phone, she's uh specifically asking questions about uh what the guy, the correspondent said uh from Ryuji, and uh I guess he mentions that the that the woman probably predicted the eruption yeah so the the woman that they're looking for is the one that predicted the eruption of the volcano which 
Interesting. But he tells her her name. Her name is uh, Shizuku, um, and, but she threw herself into the volcano 40 years ago. <laughs> so Crazy. great. So fire. Yeah. <laughs> <Lit>. Flame on. <laughs> um, but he, he tells her that he's actually going to go ahead and go up there tomorrow. Um, as, and cause like, she's like wondering like, well, what do we do now then? And he's like, we go there, we go tomorrow. But she yells out that she only has three days left. And he's like, like, so I got four. Like, <laughs> if you die, I'll go. You don't going. think I can count? Yeah. You got three. I got four. Relax. I'll go tomorrow. Tonight's football night, baby. <laughs> I'm making mac and cheese. <laughs> What's up with you mac and cheese? <laughs> I just like to live vicariously for others since I can't eat that because I'm lactose intolerant. But that's the real haunted video right there. You want mac and cheese that bad, man? I don't know. It must be nice. Huh? It's, it's not that nice. <laughs> it's a side dish. <laughs> oh, man. That's a main dish. <laughs> Some people make a main dish. Oh, yeah. It's true. It's true. I mean the way the way we do it at my house is straight up um, when we have mac and cheese because like it is a side dish, it's mac and cheese and yams because we do candied yams, um, and it's usually for Thanksgiving. But yeah. we mix the candied yams and the mac and cheese on your plate. Together? Okay, but no, we don't cook it that way. Just on your plate. Just yeah. on your plate. But it is phenomenal. You get that salty and sweet texture. Oh my fucking god! Lord have mercy. Then you got the ham on the side, and then you. Oh, Lord have mercy on my soul. You're making me hungry. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, fam. But anyway, uh, she's asleep, and it. I don't know if it looks like someone is in the bed. Yeah, it's like a dark figure that's like curled bed, up. It's like. Oh no! It looks like it's like someone sleeping in fetal position. Yeah. Um, but she calls out to her son, and um, that ain't, that ain't she that person. she gets a flash of the of the guy's like what the uh, thing on his head, the cloth on his head pointing in the direction where her son actually is, and then when she looks again, no one's there. So she kind of like you know has a, a moment of pause, uh, and then she. Uh, gets uh, says that he's watching the video yep, tape. She hears it, and she immediately opens the door to her son watching the tape, and he just finished it. Where Sudoku is coming out of is starting to come out more and more, and she goes up to him. Super last minute, it's already done. Trick cover in his eyes, and she's like shaking him. Like, did you bring this here? Did you bring this here? And, and he's like not even like answering her and he's super stoic and he Tomo. just mentions Tomoko. Yeah. Tomoko told him to. See, there we go. Yeah. He's speaking to Tomoko. So, or so he thinks, right? Yeah. You could know, be. so yeah. could be that entity just like, you know, imprinting that onto him or something. So interesting. Very interesting indeed. Anyway, they own a boat. Reiko and, uh, and Ryuji, they're on a boat, and um, she's feeling very disappointed in herself. <laughs> she's like beating herself up about it, um, and like she comments about it being like you know all like it was Tomoko and stuff like that. And he was like, "It's not Tomoko." It's like, "Come on now, like stop playing. It's not her anymore. Like this is some, this is bigger than her at this point, right?" Right. So it being bigger than her. 
they're just like, all right, well, let's keep it moving. So they're going to, uh, to this thing and she's still kind of beating herself up about it and all this whole other stuff. Um, but he's he's an interesting character to me. Like, you know, I don't... I don't yeah, he's like no part of their life at all and then now he's fully invested yeah. in their life. Like, where'd you come from? Where? Like, who are you? I, and there's no backstory really me. with him too. Yeah, yeah. He just appears and then he's just a main character. Yeah. It's like, what? I'm like... <sighs> What is your purpose? Like, like, I, his, like, like uh, his, like, I don't know, his dialogue is so poetic. It's like, I don't know even where the story has begun. It's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Where has your story begun? <laughs> we want to know more about you. Yeah. I feel like you just got here, man. And like, you you know. You're on boats with your ex-wife. You got students coming visiting you. You're weird, bro. <laughs> but when they come off the uh, the boat, they actually meet up with the person that's supposed to meet up with. It's it's now Saturday, September 18th, and this guy takes him over to his van. Um, but, yeah, he's, he, you know, he shares some things about, like, uh, the Yamamura family. Uh, they used to run, like, this this fishing crew there. But they all went out of business. And pretty much it's just like this town is kind of like dying. But he tells her that um, Shizuko's cousin is still alive and his son and daughter-in-law run this inn. And but and that's where he uh, booked them up for the night. So he booked them both there. Um, and she's like, damn, this dude was like super solid. He was the perfect correspondent. <laughs> it's like, man, perfect you did your research, damn. Holy shit. Um, so they continue driving and they finally, um, well, they still don't make it, but they continue driving and, uh, Ryuji breaks the silence a little bit, um, starting to tell her a little bit more history about, um, Shizuko and letting her know that she was famous because she predicted this eruption that was going to happen. Um, and everyone started kind of calling her a seer or whatnot. But after all of that, that Professor Kuma showed up and then things kind of changed. And that's when she even like asked, she was like, wait, I know that dude. He was fired. And he nods his head, let her know that he brought Shizuko to Tokyo and did experiments on her. Shortly after that, he was trying to prove the existence of ESP. So super interesting. Like I really wanted her story. Right. Because her story yeah. sounded like crazy. Harrowing. Like it sounded really yeah, intense. Yeah. Definitely want a little bit more of her story. Which I love the the video that we get a little bit later on about like her and her powers and how people treated her. Like her storyline would have been crazy. Her storyline would have been nuts. But you know they're continuing on down and like talking a little bit more about the experiments. And you know she remembers that someone died in the experiment and things like that. Yeah. Um, but that's when uh, Okumo disappeared after he. You know, after he was fired, um, knowing at this point, like he doubts that he's still alive. So, um, but uh, they mentioned that Shizuko's daughter was uh, Sadako. So that's when she kind of has this flash in memory of like, right. oh shit, got it. Everything's getting connected. All yep. the puzzle pieces are coming together. I do love that. I do love how they start fitting the pieces together. Right. But this reminds me very much in some ways like Talk to Me where they think they, they're getting all these breakthroughs and shit. Yeah, yeah. When in reality, they have no idea what they're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. 
it, it's cool to see because there's a sense of urgency yeah. as well and a sense of discovery. The beautiful thing is like we're continuing to discover more and more about the plot as we are following these protagonists that us as a viewer are learning more about them and also about the story and also about like the rules of like the game essentially. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really cool to see. It makes it engaging and seeing the every day pass it's like oh yeah they only had two more days no they got one more day right today's the day it's like <laughs> fucking discover more <laughs> it's like go faster we need further and he's like no i got my mac and cheese tonight <laughs> i'll do it tomorrow oh my god it's uh well they make it to the end and they see the the mirror yes. that shizuko was looking into in the mirror and then they immediately see um, Shizuko's, I guess, father? I don't know. I don't know who this man was. Husband? Um, I forgot what they said. I think it was the uh, husband. The correspondent said it. It was like... Oh. Uncle? It was her uncle. Cousin, cousin, was, cousin. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right, yeah. Cousin. Yeah, her cousin. Yeah, yeah so... Um, her yeah, she kind of stops stops her because he's like staring at them like motherfuckers. Like you here for no good. I could tell. Um, and she runs over to him and immediately demands him to tell yeah, him about, tell like, us the about the daughter. Bitch. And <laughs> she, she's like, I know we got a daughter. I know she has one. But he's like, there's no daughter, and he there just immediately no just like jets off. He's like, yeah, no, like, you staying in my house right now. <laughs> this is mine. Who, who are you yelling at? <laughs> about to sleep outside. <laughs> There is no daughter, and I get the last say so, god damn it. <laughs> but she's in her room, Reiku's in her room, and I she's think she's defeated. trying to cry, but like nothing's coming. Uh, so uh Ryuji opens her door and kind of sits with her because they have separate rooms. Yeah. Um, but they go to have dinner together pretty much. Um, and he sits down across from her and like dude is ready to grub. Yeah. But she asked him like to be with her when she dies. He's like, cut that out. When in reality, you need to be with your fucking son. Your son watched this video too. You know what's dying? That relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you're both dead, I doubt he's going to want to be with you. Yeah. Probably going to put your ass in a funeral home while you're dead. It's like, I can still talk to Tomoko. (laughs) (laughs) I want to talk to y'all. Now we can talk every day. <laughs> uh, but while he's trying to eat, she like grabs him and she's like, because <laughs> he tells her to like cut it out. Uh, but like she grabs him and she says, if you learn anything, he has to be the, be the one to save Yoichi. Yeah. And he's like, I told you to stop it. That's not my motherfucking kid anymore. Like <laughs> He doesn't say that, but it kind of feels like that. <laughs> um. But he, you know, she she feels that, like, he'll be fine and, and things like that when he's just like, you know, I'm not normal. And you know, no one treats me this way. Um, and thinking that maybe all of them should die, including his son. Right. What? What are you it's on? It's a good idea. We shouldn't even have a kid in the first place. Ooh, damn. And then she, like, very dramatically... Yells for him to stop it. This was quite dramatic. Yeah. Turn away. Look yeah. away. This, this almost felt like a play. Not even a play. Yes, but like uh, like those novellas. 
No. How dare you can say that about Santiago? Gasp, I love Spanish. him. <laughs> hey, if you love him, you don't even know he's my twin brother. Dun, dun, oh my dun. God. <laughs> Malignant. I'm adopted. <laughs> <laughs> the music kicks in. It's like, why? Like, where is I my mind? Master- <laughs> uh, masterpiece. Yeah. Oh my God. That movie's uh, a lot of fun. A beautiful film. Jesus Christ. Anyway, she yells for him to stop it and she like goes and covers her head in the corner and like, you know, and he tells her that they still have two days left. Um, and the, they knock on the door. Someone knocks on the door to come on in. It's the lady of the end. And she tells him that like you were asking about um, Shizuku and she's just like, I got, I got the deets. Come on, come on over here. And she like gives him this note telling them or gives him this photo, letting them know that that's all that she left. And it's a photo of her and um, Ikuma. So it's a photo of both of them. And mm, scandalous. Yeah. And that's when she lets her, lets them know quickly, like this was before I came and that's all I got. Like <laughs> she just dips out. Uh, but they both look at the photo and um, the words frolic and brine. Goblins be thine up here. No one says this. I just think it's thought. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway, they find this dude. I don't know how the fuck they found this guy. But they found they found the cousin sitting out the next day, Sunday, September nineteenth. In the water, sitting out in the water, smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Honestly, these shots are great. These I shots love these shots. Almost like uh, like it almost feels that like. Um, under the skin got a lot of like uh, inspiration from shots like this. Yeah. Um, no, like this just is, a this framing, framing down the, the lighting. But there's like, a point where a perfect time to shoot this. We'll, we'll look at a scene where it's from behind them and it looks like it's shooting down and then the waves look like they're right next to them, but it's like further away, obviously. Right. Uh, this, scene. this scene. Yeah. Like, ah. Uh, Fuck, this is a great frame gorgeous. shot. Yeah. Because it seems like they're like right at the edge of the water, but they're actually a lot further away. Yeah. But this is where he's like sharing the story about Shizuku yeah. and, and like that, you know, everybody hated her and, and um, whatnot as well. And they start talking about like the sea and how it would swallow um, and pretty much kill fishermen and things like that. And like all of the fishermen didn't like her and all this other stuff. But this is where he he repeats the saying, "Frolic and Brian goblins be thine," and the cousin is like, "He's like, what the fuck? Hey, yo, how did you get out of my head? Like, (laughs) like, how do you know all of this? Who are you? You just came into the picture four days ago. (laughs) Who are you?" Um, and then he continues, "Though, if you play in the sea, the goblins will come for you," and this is spooking him out. And this is when he knows that like Shizuku could read minds. And she would know things about people that they, you know, that they didn't want to get out, and then and all of that could be painful. And you know, the cousin's just like, get 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 away from me, go Don't home, touch, yeah. Like you need to, you need to be, you need to be gone. Um, and he stops him though. Ryuji stops him and and like grabs him, and lets him know, like, yo, I got some powers of my own. You know, I see, uh, <laughs> I see gnomes. <laughs> He doesn't say that. <laughs> Could you imagine? This is I one see gnomes. Like, they want to leave me alone. Right now, watch out. <laughs> he steps on one. <laughs> Ricky! Uh, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, you name them? You're, but he, he continues that, like, 
he was the one that who had told people about like Shizuku and whatnot. And he was the one that called um, Ikuma because he needed money. And he, he took her there. And this is fucked up because he like yells that like that shut up. And he's trying to run away, but he fucking falls. Oh, poor, yeah. poor old man. He falls down. But this is interesting when he falls down. Like, it didn't look like he was trying, Ryuji was trying to help. It looked like he was about to, like, put Lift his arm in, like, like an arm bar or something. <laughs> it looked like he was just going to break his arm or something like that. But instead, we get a flashback. Because he's trying to run away, and um, uh, Rico is trying to run towards them now at this point. Um, but he gets this flashback of when she was there at the, uh, at the, uh, like this mind reading event. Yeah. The experiment, um, knowing that like he was there and he was like watching over her behind the corner and stuff like that. Um, and he watched her give the demonstra demonstration, but Rico comes and she gets teleported into the goddamn thing. <laughs> Like she's actually physically there watching um Saizuku do her experiment. And yeah. Interesting. Well anyway, they hand her something. I don't know what it is. Like a little teapot. Is it a teapot? Uh, and then she starts describing what they have hidden and then everything. Oh, matches. that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's playing um, the match game. Yeah. She's writing stuff down that they have in their hand and they match it and they're all correct. Right. Yeah. And then essentially the onlookers are in awe until she keeps on getting it right and she seems to be happy, but then they kind of turn on her and we're like, this is trickery, this is cheating. Yeah. They can't believe that this is not real. Right. Um, which causes one of them to fall over and die. And we see yeah, that it was not her. out that this is a fraud. Yeah. Calling it a vulgar magic show. Yelling that she doesn't fool him. And uh, then everyone starts kind of riling in, right? Like at this point, it's right. it, it's that uh, mom mentality, mom mentality um, where everyone's just like super <laughs> riled up, and you know she kind of they're all like evil dies tonight. <laughs> <laughs> one has an iron, uh, but finally, as they're all yelling, the one who started it drops dead, and he drops dead with that like kind of scorn, fearful look on his face, um, and. Rico is watching all of this as all the men kind of clamor up to, uh, towards that man, um, calling out that he's dead. And then they continue turning on her, calling yeah, her a monster. a monster. But it wasn't her. It wasn't her. It was, it was her, daughter, her daughter, Um So her daughter, Sadaku, was, uh, was the one who was actually doing this. And Sadaku was just like, yo, I'm just trying to protect you, bro. Like, what the fuck? And this is where Ryuji has this brain blast moment. Saying they're like, oh shit, Sada, it's Sadaku. Um, <laughs> and the cousin calls her a monster. Yep. You know, he's still like upset about it, but she runs over to, or she like, kind of like, not runs, but like struts over to uh, Reiko, who's still there inside of this fucking uh, flashback and grabs her by the wrist and her finger fingers are gross like she doesn't have any fingernails yeah. or anything and she's just like kind of holding on to it why is he still lying down like that <laughs> um but, <laughs> but uh we're back in reality and, and raiju 
notices that she's starting to kind of like faint a little bit. So he goes over to her and catches her before she falls down. And that's when the, uh, the fingerprints appear on her wrist. Which is cool. And the cousin is like still on the ground for a little bit. And then <laughs> so like he back finally gets back up. And but they see a storm coming yeah. in the distance. Yeah. The storm is a brewing and it's coming closer and closer and closer. And it's windy as fuck out there. Like it is windy. But anyway, she calls someone. I don't know who she calls, but she yeah, calls so someone. Yeah, it's like, I know what happened. <laughs> Shizuku so killed herself. Um, and Do- and Dr. Akimu, uh, Akima uh, took Sadaku away. But no one knew where No one knew went. where. We know where. Well, we, yeah. Cabin in the woods. <laughs> but there was no cabin yet. No Just cabin woods. Yet. Just woods. Just woods. It's very well been to have been a cabin. Yeah. It's crazy that this was also like 40 years later. Or 40 yeah. years ago, I should say. Uh, but she eventually tells him, like, I'll tell you more more in detail later when you're just like, you have one day to live. Um, like, we're like, you're on the phone. Talk Speak to me up. now. What Come the on. fuck? We're, we're, we're talking to each other right now. Just tell me right now. I don't got time for all this. Um, but uh, Ryuji is still sitting there and he's, he's kind of like letting her know, like, yo, I don't think she's still alive. She killed a man and she, you know, just by thinking about him dying, she killed him. And knowing that that's like a different order of power. And um, she questions him, though, like about the video. And he's just like, it's not of this world. That's cool. You know, it's it's just it's her rage. So, um, Sadako's rage is what fuels this video. And it kind of goes from there, putting a curse on people who watch it pretty much. Yeah. Um, which. All right. I guess. Still don't know the motive. But yeah, right. that's that, to me. That's Why not should a good you choose a uh, videotape too? I don't know. Make it a haunted song. May, well, maybe may, maybe it changes, right? Maybe it switches to different objects each time. Like as as things modernize, maybe it changes to yeah, what maybe. people consume. You know, people consumed a lot Comes of videos. A Blu-ray in the, in the future. <laughs> well, it probably wouldn't even be a Blu-ray, right? It would probably be on streaming. a streaming service. Yeah. Right. You know, probably just some obscure thing on Netflix. It just says, "Don't play me." Yeah, probably. There was a movie that came out on Shutter called "Warning: Don't Play." Yeah, there, there was one that just came out in the festival too. I forget who. But yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they uh, the guy who brought them there, the correspondent. Um, who brought them there, uh, mentions that none of the ferries are going out because of the weather. And um, Ryuji is like wondering about like a fishing boat. And he's like, he's like, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> it's a typhoon. God damn it. Like there's, nothing's here. But he gets upset and grabs his jacket and just waltz out. He's like, I'll swim. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, show <him. laughs> I'll show this typhoon. And this, this shit is crazy, though. Like those waves are huge. Fucking huge. Um, but our... Uh, Rico stays back and she, you know, she stays behind and the phone rings and, um, and like, they can't find them. Like, it's just, they, they're, they've been looking for Ryuji and the correspondent and they can't find them anywhere. So she just like accepts defeat and just starts crying. Um, but as she's crying, she sees, she sees, um, or she kind of remembers um, Aizu, mm. and eventually she finds them like yelling and arguing at uh, all the fishermen. Yeah, it's like, nah, you crazy typhoon. Yeah, and this shit looks crazy though. Like it's like wind. Like this dude could barely stand. 
This dude can barely, like, look at this. This guy's like wobbling and shit. He looks <laughs> drunk. Um, but this is when she kind of runs up to them and she tells Ryuji that um, the phone didn't ring at her house. The only place it rang was at the cabin. And this is where she kind of, you know, reminds him. And so that the doctor must have, but kind of stops right there. And like the, the dude is just like, yo man, you can't take the boat. It's nighttime. You can't take it like this. It's also a typhoon. Like you can actually die. Um, But eventually some, the cousin comes up. He's like, I'll take you. I'm ready to die. Like, <laughs> it's like, I deserve this too. Like, I like how when he comes around, like the wind is barely even fucking facing this dude. Yeah. Everyone's about to fall down and like tumble away, but he's like, whatever. Um, but you know, he feels, he Empowered feels power to like, right. Help him out. I was like, maybe she wants me to drown, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Like I, I Sins of my past. Let me re- like, like, correct he, them. I feel like he's cursed with the thought of it all. Right. right. And and everyone else is kind of cursed with death. So like for some, like this is even worse. Like you're you're cursed with guilt. Yeah. And you now have to live with that guilt. Anyway, they're on this rocky ass boat because it's storming <laughs> as fuck. And like they definitely look like they're getting motion sickness. Um but this is where we get the reveal that like she probably died before the cabin was built and all this whole other stuff. Um, and they share a little bit of some like backstory with like, um, uh, Izada or what's his name? Uh, Akuma. Akuma. Um, and then he was like married with kids and all this other shit. Anyway, some scandal and all this shit happened and whatnot. But once again, she asks, or like, she questions like, will this lift the curse? And will you save Yoji? Um, and, he just thinks that like this is all they can do right now. Like you know, we're trying our best. We have I have no idea. This is my first time handling this Christian. <laughs> I've never done this like, before. Believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> but she's super saddened because she has only one day left. Um, and he he's like, I get it. I got two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he wraps his arm around. I'll her. do it tomorrow. Relax. But they survive the night and the typhoon. Surprise, surprise. Um, and they make it. Like one last time, he goes up to ch- kind of chat with his uh, cousin. I don't know his name. They said his name, but I don't know it. <laughs> um, but you know, he, when he's chatting with him, he's like telling him. He's telling uh, Ryuji that like this, the, uh, what was coming out wasn't human language. Like when they were talking to him and all this other stuff. Um, so super interesting. But it's her last day. Woo-hoo, so Monday was last day. It's Monday, September twentieth, and she's uh, making it to um, Izu, and uh, my boy Ryuji grabs all the goods. He grabs like a bucket and some rope and some fucking a shovel, and I'm sure that uh, that worker in there was like, "What the fuck do you need all this for? <laughs> what is going on?" Uh, but she calls her son. On the skin. <laughs> yeah, she calls her son at her grandpa's house and like asking him like, "How's things going?" He's just like, "I'm bored." And like you know, this is where you see her guilt really come into play. It's like I'm yeah. so sorry, I'm not with you. I dumped you on your grandpa. Right. Like she feels that she's the the verge of tears. Yeah. But does she come home? No. Uh, she goes to continue to try to save herself, and I don't even know if she's trying to break the curse. I, at this and I point. think at this point she's okay with herself dying, but she wants to figure out what she can do to save her son now. Right. And that's what I'm saying, like, where it's like now it's like to the point where it's like, I, 
you know, I have to do this for you just so I can make sure that you're safe. And, you know, so <laughs> it's like that that store had it all, man. They had fucking like <laughs> shoes just like chilling right there. <laughs> and like we want it, we got it. What shovels, rope and buckets and god damn. Oh my god. Oh, it's a Taco Bell KFC combo too. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyway, they're seven minutes away from um, going to this place, and they eventually make make it to it, and they're ready for action. But they don't go inside. No, they just break break in through the bottom section and just start working at the cross cut, and he just breaks it down. Yeah, goddamn, this is like this is not my property. I don't care for real. It's like that this poor man who probably owns this fucking thing. It's like people come in, they don't leave. <laughs> Break it in through the bottom section of this fucking guy's trellis. Oh, fuck your trellis. But anyway, they make it in there and they're like looking around for a little bit, trying to uh, find the uh, spot of the whale, even though it's right in front of their face. So they find the whale and it has this uh, this top lid on it that looks like kind of a manhole. But... Uh, Reiko and Ryuji, they both seemingly get like this this vision of uh, Sakato kind of standing over the well just to have the doctor bash her in the head and throw her inside. <laughs> the way it happened. And he's like, oh shit, it's a cameraman. <laughs> her father. Ah, her father. It was him. This whole she time. He killed her. So was the doctor the father? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. But that was like the whole secret too. Is like, oh, he had a wife. And yeah, secret love and, child. Yeah. Right. But you were gonna say something before this, that like he did like. Oh, the sound effect of the hit was so jarring for me. I'm like, oh, oh this yeah. is a very bad like. Yeah. Audio cue. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't great. I was like, oh, whatever. She, yeah. she falls. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Um, but once that that's done. They uh, open up the actual whale this time, and it looks heavy. Like this, just it looks so heavy. But they push the the lid off the whale, and they look inside, and lo and behold, there's nothing there. Just a bunch of dirty water. Just none, nothing but staph infection. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so he's he's ready to go down there, and he takes the rope, goes on down. And I don't notice it's a bunch of nails. Yeah, I was like, the the, wall. like you know, the nails on the wall, like try, for her trying Ugh. to like climb and cl- climb out of That's there. Disgusting! It hurts my fingers. Yeah, but it explains as to why she doesn't have any nails on her hands, um, because they're all gone. And he uh learns at this point that oh shit, she was still alive and she tried to climb out. Um, and he's like shaking. I don't know if he's shaking because he's having a hard time holding on to this rope or if he's shaking because of the situation that just happened. But anyway, he jumps into this dirty-ass water. Ew. And he's like, it's deep. Yeah, like like, He has to hold on still. And he tells her to lower the buckets. And they're going to do this to get the fucking water out. That was their (laughs) goal. They were going to just continue just... You know, with these little ass buckets, two at a time, and just fucking, you know, just grab wells of water. You know how many hours this shit will take 
Yeah, that's what oh they gotta do. Oh my god! Hell no! Nah, it got to be another way. It got to be another way. Wait, what are you trying to do here? What's your goal? You just trying to pull up the remains? Yeah. Move right. your hands around. Move your hands around. Anyway, they pulled the. They do this this uh, concept of them with the bucket, and um, she pours out the water. In, and they repeat over and over and over. Right. And like she gets a little feeling that as she looks at the opening that they came into and whatnot. Um, and she looks at her watch and I she's pretty much just trying to count down her time. Like, okay, like, am I good? Like, do how much time do I have? And she starts slowly getting weaker and weaker and weaker as they right. go along this process. And he eventually gets to the point, well, now it's nighttime. And he gets to the point where he's just like, Hey, yo, I'll you come down here and I'll do it since you can't right. do it anymore. Uh, but it's getting down there. Like it was at his shoulders and now it's on like at it's his waistline. Waist. Yeah. So it's getting there. Just another like six million hours. It's like you're she getting- has like one hour left. She says it's six o'clock. Right. And yeah. It's like seven oh seven. This where yeah. she dies. And, and he and he kind of like yells out to her. Just like, "Wouldn't take it up. Like, <laughs> like right, work faster." <laughs> and she uh, just like passes out. Yeah. So she passes out. Um. After a certain point, when she's trying to bring up another bucket, and he calls <laughs> out to her, and my dude has to climb back up there, and she kind of wakes up, and like, he tells her turn. to go down there. Yeah. It's like, yo, you go down there since you're having a hard time pulling up the buckets or whatever. And um, she's doesn't want to do that. Um, wondering like if this is if this is any good. So he slaps the shit out of her. And the sound effect is so grand. (laughs) He's like, get yourself together, girl. Tonight's Mm. mac and cheese night. I'm not gonna miss it. (laughs) He slaps her so fucking hard that like that lifted the curse. It looked like she was cured. Like she was like, oh shit! He's like, ah! And he starts like, oh, what about your child that I hate? He starts shaking her, what about like, Yochi? yelling about like, what about Yayochi? And she's like, fuck, dude! What? God, you could have just asked me about this. <laughs> you slap me. She'll go for him too, don't you know? Oh my god, that was the most surprising thing. That caught me off guard. <laughs> that was the only jump scare that jump scared me in this movie. Yeah, they definitely would have had slaps, that shit man. inside of the fucking American version for sure. <laughs> God damn. Anyway, she takes that as enough motivation to get her ass down in that well, though. But she gets images of of the doctor looking down at her as well. And eventually she makes it down there. And unties herself to start bringing up these buckets and things like that. But she's still kind of getting weaker and weaker. But she's starting to look around in the water at this Mm, point. And she eventually finds hair. And when she finds the hair, um, the corpse of Sadaka comes up. And she removes her hair, which then removes her skin, skin, which shows this pus-filled skull. And she's stoked. And she's like, oh, you baby girl. She's like, come, come on over here. Let's Get over here. A little hug. Oh. You poor, poor baby. You made it. We found you. And we get uh, Ryuji yelling down like, yo, it's past seven. I think we're saved. We did it. 
I wonder how like the cops arrive and I was like, how the fuck did you guys know this well was down here? Like, why is there a fucking dead girl in here? Why were you in there trying to find this dead girl? Like, why did he slap you? Like <laughs> domestic violence. It's like, I'm sorry, we're gonna have to ask you for question. You're missing mac and cheese, mate. <laughs> like, fuck. Oh my god, not again. <laughs> anyway. Um, this is where like they're sitting down and they're the cops are there, whatever, and like uh they got there. We only have one, just one, uh <laughs> trauma blanket. Uh, but we have one trauma blanket that she's wearing, and he he mentions that oh, maybe Sadako's father wasn't human, calling him the real monster, pretty right. much. And um, seeing that the marks on her arm are now gone as well. Right. Yeah. The marks on her arm are gone. I don't even think the cops were tripping off of them being in there. They I think left. it was the fucking hotel guy was just like, yo, what the fuck? I didn't even know that was here. Like, what, like, what are you doing? He, he put his hands up. That ain't mine. <laughs> that ain't my dead girl. That, that, that wasn't me. <laughs> that was not my video. It's like, why don't you build this cabin over this well anyways? <laughs> why? why, did, why what? There's a lot of space to the right. <laughs> officer, officer, come here, please. We want some mac and cheese. <laughs> Anyway, she gets taken back home and finally, you know, they can feel like they can go get some rest. He tells her to go get some rest, leaves. She goes back home. And what does she do? She goes straight to her room and it or her son's room, her son's room, her room. I don't know. It's like dinosaur toys and shit. But right. at the same time, it's like a the AKA, not the grandma's grandpa's house. Right. Not the grandpa's house. She was like, I need one more day without the kid. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, now that I'm safe, uh, you know, get that extra rest. But Ryuji, back at his place, and he's looking over at his, uh, over some notes, and then he looks over at his uh, equation on the board, and he calls his uh, student, his student a fucking idiot, and he puts the plus symbol back on there, because he's like, ha you can't fool me, I know what you changed. <laughs> Stupid kid. <laughs> Uh, but they're trying to live their life. It's the next day. It's Tuesday, September 21st. So they're trying to go back as, uh, back to things as normal and whatnot, but something feels off and he's writing in English right now, by the way, but it says like, suppose something, um, then there are two elements, A, B, E, A, something, the following two conditions, if, Blah, 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 blah. So he's doing math problems pretty much. Because um, like, it looks like he, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He's just doing math problems. But he gets another sense, right? Or yeah, Because the TV, the TV comes on. on. And he's all like, what the fuck? So he turns put around. The TV on. He's like, I don't even own a TV. But he turns around. The TV's the on. Scene. With the whale. The well, not whale. There's not a whale there. The well, it's late. I said that a couple times. <laughs> Did I say earlier? whale? And I was like, that's fine. <laughs> Correct me, Freddy. No, no, Please no, no. don't. What the fuck? Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. You know me so well. <laughs> Freddie, correct me, please, next time. Um, but yeah. The whale of a good time. So she she walks out of the well. Um, well, you well. Well, you got it. <laughs> oh, my God. Now it's just stuck in my head. Anyway, she's walking out, and she's she's she does she's not look super like she's creepy. doing well. Yeah. She's definitely not. Um, and she looks all creepy, and he's, and he's tripping out like, why? Why is this happening? Because it's his day. 
Yeah, yeah. Today's his day. He knows. So this is it. Yeah, he's, he's like, fucked. and he doesn't understand why it's happening. And so his phone starts ringing, mm. and she gets closer and closer and closer to the screen. And when he answers the phone, he gets nothing as he continues looking at the screen, watching Sadaku come out of it, walking and crawling toward him. Mm. And he's fucking freaked out right now. He is freaked out. And she's like crawling towards him with those nasty ass fingies that are ripped. Like, oh, my God. And he's he's tripping out. And she's moving real slow, so I don't. I think I would have just been out, but um, like outrunner, come on. Yeah, I was like at this point, like, she's kicker, moving real it. slow. But I love, I love how she moves because she moves as if she's still being videotaped. Yeah, um, like a little lag. Yeah, way. like it's a bit of a lag, like some, uh, like a little bit of tracking. Um, she doesn't look like she's you know entirely there. Like it's, I don't know. This is fucking cool though. But she chases after him, chases a bit of a stretch. Uh, She kind of walks after him as he crawls towards the door. And then she stares at him with her eye looking down, causing him to scream and go cross-eyed and die. Well, well, well. He ain't doing so well. (laughs) Now Yoichi's next. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but we got to, we got back to old girl who finds out that homeboy is dead um and she runs over to his place and um like a cop like, is there oh, and he's the like are you a resident removed. and um she says that like I'm his ex-wife I'm Ryuji's ex-wife or whatever and that's when they tell tell her that his body has been removed already and you're like oh fuck Damn, dude. But his uh, student's st- um, there, though. Weird. Yeah, you know, trying to come in there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's there. She's on the ground, and she's like completely just shocked or anything. And she's asking her multiple questions, like, did he say anything about a video and then all this whole other stuff? And she's like shaking, his, shaking her head, no. And then she brings up his face, and she's like in absolute shock about his face and how his face was just positioned and whatnot when she found him. Um, but uh, uh, Reiko busts in there. I love that she still takes her shoes off. She busts in there. <laughs> and um, I mean, granted, it's, it's, it's like why. a custom thing, but she doesn't understand why because they saved her or they thought they did. Right. Like, What do you think the reason was? Obviously, well, they we explained it where it's like, oh, what what did I do different that you didn't do? It's like, oh, I made the copy and showed you. Uh, so she figures that's the key to keep it going is that you have you to have pass to it on. It. This is the yeah the chain link email essentially. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to copy it and then show somebody. So it's and really you break funny. and you break your curse, right? Right, and you curse someone else, right? This is kind of like it follows, no yeah. Way. Um, but that doesn't make sense because the son, because the son watched it. Yeah. So now f- to save her son, she needs they to allude that they're going to show the grandpa the fucking tape. The Oh, the grandpa. Yeah. Because uh-huh. yeah, it's, it's, that's what it seems because she's like on her way. It's like, Oh, I know what to do to save him. Yeah. But it's interesting because it's like, 
So, you know. That was only lifted from me. Yeah. Why not you? And then the little hooded figure pops up and yeah. it kind of like points at the Well, copy, yeah, it points at the copy on the yeah. table. Um, And when it... When it points at the that copy on the table, you know she's crying or whatever because it's like he's in the um in the TV screen like his reflection. Yeah, it's him. But oh yeah, it's uh it's Ryuji, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's the one with the the hood, right? Oh. Um, so Ryuji like points points at uh, the his bag. bag. She's like, oh, it's the copy. Yeah, I get it. So she showed him the copy, and something I did that you didn't to lift the curse was pretty much show the video. Um, does it have to be the original in order for it to happen then? I don't know. I think, yeah. Because, like, like, I made a copy and I showed it to you. Right. So now it's she knows that she has to make another copy and show it to someone else. Right. So she has to make an actual physical copy and then show yeah. it to someone else. And then this is when they kind of allude that like, all right, Grandpa, it's your <laughs> turn now. But Daddy, um, yeah, I'm on my way. Yeah. So she she drives on down the road, telling her dad like, "Yo, pops, I'm on I'm I on my way. Favor. I need a favor like, from mm, you. It's, it's for Yoichi." And then she has the videotape and her VCR. And they say there's uh, one way you can see it and not die. You have to copy it and show it to someone else within one week. Um, so it's interesting. Um, what makes this interesting to me, though, is technically the son watched it after the dad. But did the was the dad supposed to physically show his son? Yeah. Okay. Or make a copy and show the son. So the, the dad was supposed to make a copy and then show his son. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, but the big thing that they don't really allude to is that they don't know. It's like, oh, if you show it to someone, they have to do the same thing. I get it. Uh, but if that person dies, does that just end the cycle or does it go back to her? I assume it goes back one. Right. Kind of like it follows. Yeah. Yeah. But it just never ends. Right. But now it's Wednesday, September 22nd. And this is where it's it last ends. day. Yeah. Then credits. Hell of a flick. Um, we still talked about it for for a long time, about two hours and thirteen minutes. There you <laughs> but, go. <laughs> but hell of a flick, man. Um, definitely a fun a fun one for us to have on here. And I'm glad that everyone kind of chose this one. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, I'm happy to see one. the original. Yeah, it all started. Definitely, cool. definitely. Great uh, I haven't seen this movie in years, so it was really good to watch this one. Um, I feel like I really haven't seen the original one in like forever, <laughs> uh, or not the original one, the uh, remake. And since I was maybe a kid, Damn. so I am curious if that one even still holds up for me. But anyway, I got some motherfucking movie facts. Was it movie facts? <gasps> well, well, since I was well, saying well. well Incorrectly this whole time. The effect of Sudoku coming out of the well was accomplished with, um, wait, well, well, (laughs) 
I don't know why I'm messing that word up. Um, was accomplished with uh, only one simple special effect. Rai Iono, who is a student of the Kabuki Theater, which uses exaggerated motion and jerking movements to emphasize emotion, was heavily involved in the development of the Sudoku uh, character. Iono was filmed walking backwards in the film and was run in reverse. The end result is Sudoku walking forwards with unnatural motions. I love that. That's so cool. cool. Um, the 2001 UK DVD release back cover carries a disclaimer stating that the distributor accepts no responsibility for any injuries or fatalities that may occur during or after the viewing of this video cassette. That's cool. Whoa. That's dope. What if that's real? I mean, obviously we're getting all these from IMDB, so I always take these with a grain of salt when I tell them. <laughs> uh, so just a little heads up. Uh, Koji Su uh, Suzuki got his inspiration for Ringu novel uh, from his favorite horror movie, Poltergeist. That kind of makes sense. I can see that. Yeah. That kind of makes sense. Uh, Hideo Nakata would go on to direct The Ring 2, 2005, a sequel for, uh, to the film's American remake. <laughs> Interesting. Did not know that. Most of the film's uh, film's shoestring budget, being one point two million dollars, was provided by Hideo Nakata himself. Wow! Holy shit! He really wanted to make this movie. Uh, let's do a couple more here, since uh, it is getting a little late for us. Uh, the special effects of, on the cursed videotape and some parts in the film were shot in thirty-five milliliter film, which was pr uh, processed in a lab where a computer added a grainy effect. Cool, 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 oh, cool. Yeah. Um, let's, let's get a nice little juicy one, though. Uh, Sadako's haunting is inspired by the legend of Okiku, the ghost of a tortured woman that rises from a well. Um, the real life, the real life, what? This was written weird. Oh, the real life well was, uh, to which the haunting is attributed its location to Hamaiji Castle in Japan. Sadako's disfigured appearance is likely based on Oa, um, Oiwa, um, <laughs> another Onro legend describing a murdered woman who exacts revenge on her husband as a ghost. Oh, fuck. Jesus. It's intense. I probably butchered all that stuff in, in <laughs> Japanese, so my apologies. Um, but hell of a month. This yeah, this was a great month. This is a super fun month. Um, the next film that we are going to be watching, also going into our next month, is going to be what the fuck am I watching month? What the fuck? We got some weird shit that we got popping up on this list, y'all. And by weird, we're going to be starting with Hatching. I am okay. very excited to watch this movie. Yeah. I never finished it. I only got like 20 minutes into it. I know of it. I've seen the trailer. I know it's weird, but yeah. yeah I, I'm yeah. very excited. What the fuck? I am very excited for it. So that's going to be our next one. <laughs> but this... Was Nightlight, a horror movie podcast. I was one of your hosts, Prince, also known as Head Knight. Alongside me, we had Freddy. Always keeping it spoopy. Always and forever. With your help, we can reach more ghoulish nights with your recommendation to someone who would actually enjoy the show. If your podcast app allows you to rate our show, um, please consider giving us a five-star rating as it honestly does help us out a ton. For extra horror-related content, head over to patreon.com slash nightlightpod. That's night with a what? K... And remember everybody, don't forget your night.